0: Danger Powers personal effects. Actually, my name is Austin Powers. It says your name, Danger Powers. No, 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 no. Danger's my middle name. Okay, Austin Danger Powers. One blue crushed velvet suit. Hey, alright. One frilly lace cravat. There it is. One silver medallion with male symbol. One. Pair of Italian boots. Bon, boys. One vinyl record album, Bert Bacharach plays his hits.
1: Hey, Bert. Yeah.
0: One Swedish made penis enlarger pump. That's not mine. One credit card receipt for Swedish made penis enlarger, signed by Austin Powers. I'm telling you, baby, that's not mine. One warranty card for Swedish made penis enlarger pump. Filled out by Austin Powers. I don't even know what this is. This sort of thing ain't my bag, baby. <laughs> One book, Swedish-made penis enlarger pumps and me. This sort of thing is my bag, baby. By Austin Powers. Ah. Oh. Just sign the form. OK, don't get heavy, man. I'll sign him. Just to get things moving, <laughs> no. you know. You right, baby? Listen, Mr Powers. A world in ruins and brothers betrayed, the vengeful spirit has finally left the orbit of Istvan III. Countless brother Astades lay cold in the ground, betrayed by their own gene-fathers. Whatever has possessed the minds of these four sons of the Emperor, we may never know. However, reports abound of a ship under fire jumping into the warp away from the fleet may yet be a herald of light in these darkest of times. Stay tuned, brothers. Radio Free Istvan will continue to broadcast updates on the movements of the trader master. And remember, the Emperor protects. But yeah,
2: well, we got that sweet, sweet recap for you, for you baby birds. We, for,
3: we yeah. You. Don't worry. We'll 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 let that idea leave the roost, <laughs> and yeah, we'll nest easily in those little ear holes that you got. We'll, um,
2: we'll get you all caught up. Don't you worry. We'll take care.
3: But yeah, Derek, so what uh, what are we gonna be talking about
2: today? Oh today we got a we got a pretty sweet little episode lined up for y'all. We're gonna talk about uh where we've been, what we've been up to, what's been going on, all that good stuff. And then as we said, roll into some sweet War Games Camp recap, let y'all know the 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 hot gossip, the who's the prettiest girl at the dance <laughs> all the all the deets, you know?
3: All the sweet deets. Who's got the shortest short shorts? <laughs> Uh, how much ball and butthole we saw.
2: Woof. <laughs> <laughs> woof. Woof. Buzz's As, girlfriend. I... Woof. <laughs> As we say on Fenris, woof. <laughs> yeah, and then what else we got? We got uh, Forge will drop that hot new uh, land speeder from the White Scars. I still haven't looked into it, so you get to watch me. Or he could listen to me learn about that live on air
3: oh yeah and uh me and derek are gonna play uh price is right and see who wins <laughs> when it comes to the price of this forge world model this one single forge world model
2: yeah spoiler alert we're gonna kind of take the piss out of the price point of this Lance <laughs> hope that's cool i, I really i honestly hope that's okay with you guys uh if not, just go ahead and skip that segment because everything else has been pretty sweet. Not yeah, everything
3: else, yeah, everything else is going to be gold. It's a gold mine tonight. You guys are the miners. You're picking into the, the fucking rock. We're going to get that gold.
2: Just You got to power through. You just got to get that grip and just keep on going.
3: You got to grip it and rip it. That's what dad used to say.
2: <laughs> Your dad used to say a lot. He used to do a lot. He's very
3: dad, My dad is quite the character. Uh, not going to lie. Um, he is definitely the brightest bulb in the room. Uh, if, if you were to ever meet him,
2: I uh, seems pretty bright.
3: Yeah. Um, he's very much the the guy that uh, if you're in like he, he, he doesn't even have to know anybody in the room. But if he's in the room surrounded by people like everybody just gravitates towards him and he's just like the bell of the ball. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, and I like, know what you mean.
3: And he's always saying like dumb shit, like like I told you, like he tells me, like you know you know, you know that you know the you know the saying like cooking with gas. Yeah. For some reason, my dad would just like he'd be like, "All right, Vince, we're over here cooking with
2: ass." And i was <laughs> like, "What the fuck, Dad? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are we about? To, what's about to happen? What's going on, Dad?" <laughs> Is there something wrong with the propane tank or something? Like what are we
3: doing? Like, nah, Vince, we're cooking with ass. They're like, oh Jesus Christ. Well yeah, that's him. And uh now you listeners had a little introduction to my father and we'll move on into uh Derek, what's been going on? What have you been doing? Got any hobby progress? What have we got?
2: Uh not as much as I'd like to. Uh coming back from camp I definitely had a lot of like Powerful energy. As you do when you come back from these events, you're like, "Cool, I want to start working on this and and some of these. and I'm gonna pick up some of that. and I'm gonna get that going too. I'm gonna start playing this. You know how that goes. Oh yeah. But uh, haven't really got the ball rolling on any new heresy projects. Um, trying to finish up my Night lords a little bit. Some of the, the uh, like the the finish specifically on my models is a little inconsistent. Some of them I had uh, I had matted down. Some people like the glossy version. So I'm trying to work out. <laughs>
3: Remember I specifically told you when I was, like, pissed drunk, I was like, nah, man, don't do the mat. The fucking gloss is beautiful. I think you should keep it as a gloss. Or might we try it in-between with, like, a satin or something. Yeah, but, I'm,
2: I'm thinking I'm trying to mix it. up a nice, a nice satin. That. Yeah. But uh, that, uh, your buddy Nathan, he, that's your boy, right? They're telling me that he's one of your, one of your buds? Yeah, he rolled up to Heresy Camp with his uh, armored breakthrough uh, Space Wolves. And that got me thinking about, you know, some Space Wolves and some fast Rhinos, you know? Oh, dude. He was
3: so he was so pumped about uh, – so, like, me and Nathan, when I moved down here to Fort Lauderdale, like, Nathan was, like, the first dude I met at, like, the gaming store we played at. And then right. we instantly became, like, best friends. And then we me and him would just play Heresy, like, every weekend until we both got kicked out of the same store. <laughs> um,
2: but this, that's a bud but, right there
3: yeah and then uh but the shitty thing is he moved to new york city so now he's living in new york city and then that's how i got him to like come down to camp i was like dude we're having the war games camp you're not doing anything up in new york you got a nice paying job now i know Let's for just... a
2: fact you're not yeah. doing anything up there. exactly
3: i know for a fact you don't like the party um Shout and then to
2: <laughs> thanks for uh letting me or not letting me steal your fucking space holes idea there bud
1: but yeah it's
2: pretty great. he had the like the uh rogue trader uh rhino chassis on all the stuff is yeah uh,
3: so when he was here he was all about getting like the older chassis of all the vehicles and like even now he's like he's still scouring ebay to find like the really old uh land raiders but uh he's got he's also got like the old vindicators i don't think he brought his vindicators down um
2: he might have i might have seen him
3: he has he has i know for a fact he's got three old vindicators because i gave him one because i had an old vindicator and i i gave it to him i was like here i'm not gonna use this piece of shit here you go (laughs) big old chunk of lead and then i was like
2: i've got some like rogue trader contemptors hanging out somewhere what that was the thing yeah the old the fucking egg robos (laughs) Ew. <laughs> straight up they look like some like <laughs> sonic the hedgehog eggman robots they <laughs> got like, the peanut body with like the two Ew. legs that sit on either side Ew. gross <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a reason those are like in the closet yeah they didn't age as well as some of the old uh chassis rhino stuff oh yeah but yeah, uh, played some Kingdom Death last weekend, went over to spend some time in San Antonio with some friends, and we cracked open the old Kingdom Death monster, which if y'all haven't heard about that, I'm sure you've heard about that. If you're no, tabletop no. Gaming.
3: I, I, didn't, I didn't hear about Kingdom of Death, I don't even know what that is.
2: So Kingdom Death, Death, uh, it's a little more like a board game than a tabletop war game, everything you need is pretty much in the box, but it's like okay. a campaign style uh uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of, so thematically, it's got a lot of themes from, like, Dark Souls, or, like, the light is fading, and
1: you know, you're
2: surrounded by darkness, the monsters are coming out. You're basically, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's like, either first, the light fades first out.
3: First you had my curiosity, now you have my attention, my friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Parry, <laughs> strike, roll, that's all you gotta do in that game. Uh, yeah, that's you basically stumbled <laughs> onto it there. but uh so yeah it's like do you let the light fade or do you struggle against this inevitable like it's the the perseverance of the human spirit basically in board game format it's like a three or four hundred dollar board game
3: whoa holy shit it's
2: it's pretty massive dude so they do like frequent infrequent kickstarters and apparently that's the way to pick it up but i'm stupid and i just bought it from their web store i actually (laughs) picked it up uh at adepticon last year so, I've been like on the fence about it. You know, I heard about it. I'm like, oh, this is some boutique board game. It's like, you know, way, it's way out of my price range, whatever. But then I start getting some of that hobby, hobby budget.
1: And uh,
2: <laughs> I went up to Adepticon, uh, stayed with Ryan, flew up to, uh, met him in Indianapolis. And then I crashed out with him and I rode up with him to help him kind of like schlep all his tables up there. And he actually had it. And I'm like, oh, do you mind if I check out some of this stuff? Because this stuff's pretty fucking rad. And it baited me. It got me right there. Uh, I ordered it on the car ride to Adepticon. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: pretty fucking dope.
2: Yeah, I've only played it a few times because I'm like, oh, dude, I play Warhammer. I'm gonna paint up these bottles It'll look fucking sick. Well, when you're sitting there with you know uh, a sprue that costs like forty bucks for like four guys, and your airbrush hand gets a little shaky you Just kind of put the model down. Like maybe I'll maybe I'll look at some YouTube videos. Maybe I'll get some, <laughs> I'll practice on some Reaper Bones models. We'll <laughs> we'll think about this for a little bit before I just start committing paint. Yeah, so, I you know I just haven't wanted to like bust it out because you know the whole playing with unpainted models things. But uh, I've played it a few times. I was like, "You bust it back out." That game's so fun.
3: Really, and, it's got some positive response.
2: Yeah, yeah. Everybody I've played it with is like super hype on it. That's uh, sweet. it is a little, so the art, the art direction on it is a little not safe for work. Uh, some of the, uh, promos they do, they do a lot of like pinup style promos.
3: Oh, so, so are we talking like 1980s, like the movie heavy metal type shit. Uh,
2: that combined with big anime titties.
3: Oh, um, big old titties.
2: Dude, if you go like Google kingdom death promos, you were going to find some big titty anime women and you know they do some promo dudes as well, and they're pretty fair over there. They they keep it they keep it pretty even. You got dudes with like the hint of dong hanging out.
3: Let me take a look here. Oh, this is gay. All I'm, get, all I'm getting is <laughs> like, like pictures of models. I want to see like dong.
2: <laughs> they should. I mean, they should have artwork you can check out too.
3: Well, you could definitely tell in the 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 figures are like very anime esque women,
2: like thick.
3: Yeah, thick.
2: Thick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, one of the guys locally apparently he like collects a bunch of the stuff from it. Like every time he goes up to Gen Con, he goes swings by their booth, pick up their like promo for that year, stuff like that. And I'm not probably gonna do all of that. I mean, I might grab some expansions that tickle my fancy.
3: Okay.
2: But uh, so they come with like little like cardstock, not cardstock, but like uh, you know those those like ca- cardboard terrain tiles where it's like yeah, yeah yeah. Well, on Thingiverse, there's some crazy bastards who put out the uh, a three D representation of those tiles, and I'm all over that. So uh... I've had my printer. That was the probably the main thing I did when I got back from campus. I fired up my uh, AnyCubic i3 Mega, and started. Tinking around with my settings on that, talking to some people, trying to get like the best definitions I can, which I mean, it's for terrain, so it doesn't have to be perfect. Like right now, my strategy is print at the highest definition I can with my like 0.4 millimeter nozzle or whatever. Yeah. And then just smooth it out with like six coats of filler primer. (sighs) Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't. Like, one or two coats would be fine if I could go in and, like, like sand it down, but uh, the main setting in Kingdom Death is the plane of stone faces, so the ground is literally just made of stone faces poking up at you. So that's—I can't get, like, sandpaper or files in there fine enough to, like, clean up each individual face, and I'm I'm not going to do that. I'd rather just, you know, spray it with filler primer— and then whatever detail I lose, fuck it. I'll try to brush it back on. Probably not going to work, but it's just terrain. Like I've got some stuff yeah. I printed out for like base dressing because most of the bases you get in that are like these flat, plain bases. I might not use those. I might switch over to like the uh, photon. Try to get some like real high definition stuff for it.
3: Oh yeah, you you put you you put anything in the photon, it's going to come out primo.
2: Oh yeah, I know we talk about three D printing a lot here on Radio Free Us Van. And uh, we'll come back to that later when we do our camp roundup. Oh, yeah. But uh, we've got some sick recommendations, as always. You know, it's no secret.
3: (laughs) Yeah. We're always giving you those little nuggets of just a a little (laughs) there and a little there and a little there. And, and, you know, next thing you know, you're like a self-sustaining hobby fucking machine.
2: You're just a fucking hobby manufactorum. just start cranking shit out.
3: Exactly. You're your own fabricator general, and there's only one fabricator general, but you could become your own fucking fabricator general.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're not going to be the fabricator general, I mean.
3: You're going to be a fabricator general, is what y- I'm y-
2: You can be your own, you're <laughs> not going to be mine, because I know, because my fabricator general is still Powerful John Stanford.
3: Oof, Powerful John Stanford, can't beat that.
2: But, you know, if you want to, you know, pretend you're a fabricator general, you can just crank out your own stuff, you know?
3: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah that's what i've pretty much been up to that i've been trying to get set up with uh i'm doing like a cad course Ooh.
1: through the actual
2: like autocad uh process Baby so boy. hopefully fingers crossed i'll get my certification through that and then start doing that you know like professionally whoa the big brain on derek well <laughs> let's you know let's not get too hasty i'm i still gotta you know do it but. <laughs> But, yeah, man, I mean, like, definitely would uh, be preferable to getting bomb threats called on me at fucking Sam's Club.
3: Hell, yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
2: What about you, Vince? What have you been up
3: to? Um, so, I came back from camp, and I've basically, I've been doing, v- like, very little hobby work. As in, like, I'll pick, I'll pick up the brush, and I'll paint, like, a pauldron on my Dark Angels, and I'll be like, eh, nah, I'm just going to put this down, and uh, I don't want to touch this again. Um, And that's only because, like, I powerhouse paint... I've been, been, like, ever, ever since before the Boys of the Golden Thrones event that happened back in
2: June, July? The Deuces Gone Wild?
3: Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the 74th Deuces Gone Wild event that I went to. Uh, like, four or five months leading up to that, like, I was spending every waking minute that I had free time available uh, painting. And then I went to that, and I came back, and then I just was still doing it because I was just doing stuff for camp. And then I was, like, organizing the camp, like, schedule and help doing that stuff. And then when I came back from camp, I literally just, like, my stuff is still in the boxes that I took my shit down and it's just sitting there. Like I've been painting the stuff that's on my shelf that I didn't even bring. Um
2: Well I mean it looked like what you brought up was like pretty well done. Like I don't think you had anything from that to really like finish out or work on, did you?
3: Oh dude, there was like a whole bunch of shit that wasn't even like near done. Like what I managed to get done was just like uh I, I managed to do the classic dirt bag like three color standard <laughs> on my shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, but I was able to do like, uh, the stencil work on all my jet bikes, which I was pretty, I was happy with the result that came out. So all my Raven wing jet bikes, they all have like a neat, like checker stencil on the front.
2: Yeah. The stencil work on your, uh, dark angels is pretty sweet.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I was pretty happy about that. And then like, uh, I did, I, I, I'm like basically almost done with all the flyers. So like the two, uh, Primaris fighters and the the Zyphon, they were practically almost done. They just need some, like, little finishing touches here and there and some decal work, and then they'll be good. But, uh, but like, for, like, my straight leg dudes, uh, they, they need some work because, like, I need to go back and I need to touch up the bolters and stuff like that. But basically, like, I've been just, like, going into it, and now I have this mentality of just, like, um... I'm just going to concentrate small now. I don't have anything lined up. Heresy is not a thing down here in South Florida, so I don't have to worry about, like, rushing to do anything or, like, going to a gaming com- group or store, like, every weekend to, like, play. So I'm just, like, now I have it in my mind. I'm just going to take my time and and just really concentrate on the stuff and all these techniques that I've been learning over the past couple of weeks, because, like, I'm a Patreon supporter of a powerful uh miles from uh the age of darkness and and little legend painting little legend studios okay Um, and like all the technique awesome techniques that he has uh i'm gonna like start implementing them because like when it comes to the dark angels uh i used to just like rattle can them black do the trim trim up and belt lead belcher uh like put red on the bolters do the eye lenses, and then just put fucking Nuln Oil on it, and then call it a day. And then put the stencils on and shit like that. But now I actually want to, like, really take my time, because, like, my OCD's starting to get to me now. And now that I know, like, all these little techniques and stuff like that, like, I I can't go back to that way. You know what I mean? So it's like...
2: Do you have a recipe lined up for your black?
3: See, everybody always asks that, like, a black recipe, but I actually prefer just, like, the rattle can black. Like, uh, I... I, I did experiment a little bit with my uh, my Dark Angels uh, Terminators doing, like, a a zenithal highlight on the black. But then, like, my dumbass and my eyes, like, I, once I put that top layer of black on, I'm just like, well I don't see the zenithal <laughs> at all. Like, what the fuck? Like, this <laughs> is black to me, you know what I mean? Like
2: Yeah, I know... Michael would complain about that a lot because he had this, like, because when he did his Raven Guard, you know, he'd paint him this, then, you know, Zenithal this, you know, wash your shadows back down, go in with this and start doing your edge highlighting and do all this. And then people would joke, go, oh, yeah, pick a, <laughs> pick a black lead. You just rattle him black and call him done, huh? Yeah. Like, don't, don't talk to me like that. Don't you ever disrespect me like that. <laughs> well, that's how I look at it because,
3: like, at the end of the day, you're going to put a fucking wash on it. And then you're probably going to put some weathering on it. And then at that point, like, I can't, like, my eyes can't tell the difference between, like, a Mars-colored, like, dust on a black armor. And then you're trying to sit there and tell me, like, hmm, I got hits of a Lindy or Violet in the uh, <laughs> in the drop shadows there. And it's like, oh, I don't fucking see it, bud. It's
2: like the, the painting version cool of shit. a wine snob.
3: Yeah, it's like, it's cool, dude. Like... I'm proud that you did it that way and better painter than me. But I'm telling you what, I, what I'm looking at right here. And I just see black, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get it if you're doing something under like studio lights and you're going to do it for like a competition mini or something like that. But tabletop quality, I mean, I haven't done a lot of black, but I have painted some, uh, I think, Black Templar in the past. And it's honestly a lot of the light, just natural light, just makes it look black.
3: yeah. But yeah, so, other than, like, that, it's a good thing that you brought up the Black Templar, because that's, like, since, since I don't play games anymore, unless I go to, like, these events and stuff like that, like, I've had, like, this sick idea of just, like, well, I'm fully bought into the new Sisters of Silence, uh, Sisters of Battle.
2: Oh, the new plastic one's coming oh, out? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. So, like, every new model that they've released so far, i picked it up, and I'm definitely going to get, like, that giant, like, army in a box. Um, because like, the I've one that had... comes with the rulebook. Yeah, the one that comes with the codex and all that other stuff. I just had this like burning idea in like my head for like, I want to make like a, I want to make like a a combination of a st- Sisters of Battle army with like some of the old ass Inquisitors and then like Black Templar. And the way I'm going to do the Black Templar though is I'm going to do uh, I'm going to get some like dudes in Mark II Crusade armor and then oh, I'm going to get see. the sword. And then I'm going to get, like, the Imperial Fist Sword Brethren upgrades from Forge World. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know know what I'm talking
2: about? Like... I I see where this is going. You're getting some fucking... Just sneaking some heresy into 40k like that?
3: Yeah, but it's just, like, it's all going to be painted, like, straight-up heresy style. Not that bullshit, like, fantasy... Like, fake-ass fantasy style that I hate. That the 40k, like, paint their models. like, Like, black armor... And then all the hard edges have like a straight up solid line of gray. You know what I mean? Like a, oh. that that type of style. Like like I used to be like I started in 40k with dark angels, and people used to tell me all the time like, "Oh, you should pick your dark angels." Like they called it the Tron style dark angels
2: because like you would oh, do the black with like the space walls gray or that, like that blue gray edge highlight.
3: Well no, no, this is forty K, so they used to like it used to be like a dark, dark green, and then you would pour put like a snot green or a warp glow green on like the hard edges, and they called them the Tron Dark Angels because like they had that really, really bright, super hard, like, it's like edge. glowing
2: lines going across like, the armor.
3: Oh yeah. Like no blending whatsoever. It was just like if you had like just a hard edge, you would just, just put a line of paint on those hard edges. And I was like, this is Dumb.
2: So they look like my Night Lords. Um, but more severe. More <laughs> no, severe. but it's fine when you do it. It looks good when you do it, though.
3: Not at all. Uh, I don't think it looks good, period. In fact, I'm about to pull this photo up to these fucking Tron Dark Angels.
4: Oh, my God. They look so fucking awful.
2: I'll uh, just do a quick, like, Google on it. Yeah. I gotta get a look at these Warlocks.
4: I'm gonna. I'll send you the link right now. Look at this. This is horrible. Was oh, that,
2: that? I think that might be the one I pulled up. Oh yeah.
4: Uh, dude, and, and that's Oh like, yeah. We're
3: that's like an there. official. That's like an official thing. Like that was a thing. Like in the early two thousands, mid two thousands, is like people seriously were like, "No, this is how you paint dark angels."
2: Yeah, like, I mean. Sometimes you go through and you'll see different, like, styles in, like, mini painting. Like, I know the, uh, was it? Did Maka do one of his, uh, his minis for the painting competition with, like, a goblin green base? Because it was, like, a super yeah. old-school model. And he's like, like it was just a quick throwback to the time.
3: Oh, yeah. But I tell you what, and that's... It. Oh, shit. Look at Miles. Miles, Miles, Miles' his own painting minis come up when I, when I search this. He's got a whole... St- 10 man squad of uh, Dark Angels with uh, plasma guns, but I guarantee you they're plasma
4: repeaters because plasma repeaters are fucking dope. In Mark IV armor, they look fucking sick. Fuck yeah. But yeah, so that's what I've been, uh, that's what I've really been doing.
3: Other than like hobby stuff, um, I got into buying firearms. So, like, I bought a rifle the other there you day. Go. Yeah, so I bought a I bought a sick ass six hour MCX Virtus Patrol in uh, flat dark earth. In fact, I gotta pick it up uh, tomorrow because there's a five day waiting period here in the uh, city of Fort Lauderdale. Um, so I'll be picking that up. I bought some like upgrade parts for it. Bought like 500 rounds of ammunition on the internet. So it's pretty dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's just in case it mm-hmm. goes to shit.
2: It's, 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 sometimes you just gotta break her in, you know.
3: Dude, it's that it, like at this point, it's like all about baiting people now. You know what I mean? Like my <laughs> my like one cousin like asked me the other day. It's like, why do you need that? You don't need that. And I'm like, uh, do you really want to get into this? Like, do you, do, do we want to go down? Do we want to open this door right now? Um. But I was just like, well. Just because I don't need it doesn't mean it's not in the uh, Constitution. So there you go. Joke's on you. And that's how you win that one. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I mean, I really don't get asked that a lot because I live in Texas.
3: Oh, yeah. That's God country out there. (laughs) It's God country. Um, but yeah, so I've just been doing a lot of that and I, and I've also been doing a lot of shooting cause, uh, I, I'm going to get into competitive, uh, pistol shooting and competitive, uh, three gun
2: shooting. Oh, that's so, really cool. I had some, yeah, uh, some friends are looking into that and they showed me some of the crazy stuff you can do.
3: Yeah. So I, I just been doing a lot of that. Me and Scott have been going back and forth. He's been hooking me. Like he's the one that helped me out. In fact, he was the one that, uh, told me to buy the rifle that I bought because uh, I was at the gun store and, uh. They were having a big Sig Sour sale. And I told the guy what I was looking for. And I already had it in my mind I was going to buy the MCX. But the guy was trying to convince me not to buy it. He told me to, yeah, he's actually helped me out. He's being a good dude. Like, he wasn't trying to, like, bamboozle me to, to get me to, he, was, he wasn't trying to upsell me. You know what I mean?
2: He wasn't um, trying to, like, talk you into buying the YC9 or something?
3: Yeah, he wasn't trying to do that at all. Um, and then he was like, both guns like we're look we're we're exactly what I was looking for um and both were the same price and I was like fuck I don't know what to do so I was like listen man it's going to sound like I'm dipping on you um but I'm seriously just going to go outside to make a phone call cuz like you know you probably like I've worked in sales before and I worked at Best Buy before like anytime somebody tells you like oh, I'm going to go outside real quick call my boy and then I'll be right back and I'll buy it man I'll drop, I'll drop right up that check right now and then you're like okay
2: sure sure buddy
3: yeah, sure. Uh, but no, I went outside, and I talked to Scott, and then uh, I told him, like, hey, man, this is what I got. And then Scott was like, buy the MCX. And I was like, dope. And then I hung up, and I went inside, and then uh, I walked up to the dude, and he was like, what's the answer? And I was like, the MCX. He's like, dope. <laughs> and swipe swipity, I got a riflety, you know what I mean? Boop. And
2: Beep, boop, boop, bop.
3: Yep. Beep, boop, boop, boop. That's man. Not happens, man. so that's what's been going on with the, the hobby progress
2: on my side so you, go. you picking up any new games after uh, coming back from camp
3: oh I, I didn't pick up any new games but I've been playing a shit ton of video games and a lot of new video games so I, I don't know if you've been seeing in the group chat uh, I reinstalled my Oculus Rift
2: yeah I'd seen that you uh, you were playing what Beat Saber
3: oh yeah dude that that's been going down like nonstop.
2: so because for those like of you not aware beat saber <laughs> is basically dance dance revolution for jedis
3: yeah so basically the oculus rift is this virtual reality headset and you have your you have your two controllers and that's how you like manipulate stuff in virtual reality and then so there's this game called beat saber and it's the premise is just like dance dance revolution where like in dance, dance revolution you would step on the the highlighted square of which direction, um, except this time, uh, imagine those like directions moving towards you, and in order to hit them so you can get a score, uh, instead of stepping on them, in both your hands are lightsabers, and then you just slash through them, and it's fucking dope. And so I've been playing that. Uh, there's a lot of fantastic shooters, like Zero Caliber VR... Um, the other ones, hot dogs, uh, hot, what is it? Hot dogs, hand grenades, and something. But yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, you could get like the dirty, hairy pistol in that bad boy <laughs> and walk around oh, and just blast, blast fucking dudes in the face. It's pretty dope. Um, God help that, us
2: when they find a way to put recoil on those controllers.
3: Yeah, it's crazy too, because like they got, I, 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 I like it has vibration in it naturally. So like every time you do it, you like get a little feedback. But then I saw online specifically for like beat saber there's this company that has, like that makes this like virtual reality vest right and it's basically it's basically a giant like fucking subwoofer that you're putting on your body and like the sound through the VR headset goes through this vest and it uses the sound to give you like more of an in touch real- like in virtual reality it's Welcome it's to the
2: future old man
3: I know. Welcome to the future, old man. Um, and then, so I've been playing that. And then, outside of like non-virtual reality games, I I I uh I saw this new game called uh, Hell Let Loose, and it's a uh, it's a World War II uh, shooter, and it's oh, yeah. fucking awesome. It reminds me of like my old Medal of Honor Allied Assault days, except there's like tanks in it, and it's there like. It's like massively it's like massive multiplayer, so it's like fifty on fifty people oh shit, yeah, so it's pretty dope and then um so I've been playing that a lot, and so uh I'm usually like a tanker, so then like what you do is there's like three positions in a tank, there's the driver, the gunner, and then the spotter um so I'm always the driver, and then like we just go around in this little in this little Sherman tank, <laughs> killing Germans, and it's great.
2: Me and the boys rolling up.
3: Exactly. Going through those hedgerows and then getting ass blasted by a Panzer Shrek right in the <laughs> ass. But it's, like, one of the greatest things because, like, they just released an update where they introduced the Tiger tank for the Germans. Oh, so, shit. like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Kelly's Heroes.
2: Can't say that I have.
3: Oh, what the
2: fuck. All right, so, Derek. And I've, for- I've got and- a long list of movies that everybody's like, what the fuck, you haven't seen this all right, movie? All
3: right, all right, all right. so... Then that that tells me that you just don't watch movies that often. No big deal. But for everybody else listening, if you have not seen the 1970... I think it was 1971 or 1972 movie, Kelly's Heroes, it's fucking Clint Eastwood, Telly Savalas, Don Rickles. uh, Who else is in it? Fuck, there's only all these big stars. And the premise is, is, like you got this guy named Private Kelly... And he used to be the platoon's fucking platoon leader, so he was an officer. But apparently he, uh, he dropped artillery on the wrong grid coordinate and killed a whole bunch of dudes. So they reduced him in rank to private. And he's just, like, sick of the army because he thinks it's bullshit. And they find out that there's, like, this bank full of Nazi gold. And they have to go behind enemy lines to get it. And it's fucking awesome. Absolutely go and see that movie. Um but the big premise in that movie is they they meet up with this one guy, his name's Oddball, and he's a tanker, and he's got like the this group of like hippie tankers, and they always like partying and drinking wine with gypsies and shit. And uh he's like so they roll up on the town where the fucking gold is and there's like a platoon of like tiger tanks, and oddball's just like you never told me about these tigers, man. And then out of nowhere, he's like, the only way you kill a tiger is in the ass. And so, like, the whole entire time, like, the, this Sherman tank is trying to, like, kill this one tiger tank by shooting it in the ass. So, like, that's what I'll be screaming when I'm driving the Sherman tank in this game. is like, <laughs>
1: hit him in the ass!
2: Hit him in the ass! <laughs> it's a long setup for one joke, but I think it was worth it.
3: I mean, I, it, but it's fun. <laughs> But I'm just surprised people haven't seen Kelly's Heroes. It's a like, classic movie.
2: I mean, my uh, my palette of 1970s movies isn't that refined, I guess.
3: Yeah, so, it is an old movie. No big deal.
2: Yeah, A little more impressive than uh, the video games I've been playing lately. Uh, me and my girlfriend picked up the Untitled Goose game.
3: <laughs> dude i saw video game donkey do a review on that shit and <laughs> dude,
2: you just roll around town as a fucking goose and you just inconvenience everybody you can <laughs> like, he's
3: trying, he trying to get the rake in the lake like that's what he was trying to do is just yeah, like you get
2: a little like you, <laughs> your goose has a little to-do list <laughs> it's like it, it's like handwritten i don't know who wrote this to-do list but this this goose has amazing penmanship <laughs> <laughs> and so he's just like you know trying to like bamboozle these like people just trying to go about their day and that's, that's it that's, that's all you're doing there's, there's no world to save there's nobody to kill you just gotta you know you're a goose and the goose is loose
3: the goose is loose
2: alright so like
3: before we move on and wrap this up one thing I got more about video games so if anybody out there plays Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor whether it's Martyr or Prophecy Uh, If you guys go on there and you do a little search for the cobbles, uh, I created a radio-free S-Fan one, so by all means, go ahead and go on that bad boy and uh, join up so that we can uh, cobble it up in Warhammer 40k Inquisitor, because that game's fantastic and I love that game too.
2: Nice. Is that the one that looks like kind of like Gauntlet?
3: Um, I'm not familiar with Gauntlet, but basically it's a Warhammer 40k version of uh, Diablo. Okay. You're an inquisitor, and you can pick the different type of classes, and then like you just go around and like basically every level is like a dungeon, and then you're just like accomplishing the different type of missions, whether it's like purging or data hunts or stuff like that. It's pretty cool.
2: Okay, sounds good. So different... you're just waiting for that like BattleTech Kickstarter shit?
3: Oh it, Oh dude, at this point, like that Kickstarter has gotten so fucking nuts, and I bought like. I bought like the the package that was like
2: $300. Yeah, like if I can break this down, the best I can break this down is uh when we got up there on Wednesday, you we were like, "Yeah." So, we got this BattleTech Kickstarter going. I'm like, "Cool, how many like how many models do you need to play BattleTech?" It's like, five or six at most. Yeah. I got like 90 mechs coming in.
3: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like the because of like how how like grandiose that Kickstarter got, like they just it, like every Kickstarter goal that was met, it just came with more mechs and more mechs and more mechs. And like at this point, I'm like lost in the sauce of like exactly how many mechs, like all the all the cool little neat bullshit that comes with it. Like the boxes like, come in, you're not gonna know
2: where to start.
3: Like t-shirts. Like I, at some point, I'm probably just like gonna get like a giant fucking box in the mail, and it'll just say Kickstarter on it, and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> here it is, we got it, boys.
2: Yeah, really, yeah. The, like, the other the last starter they did at Adepticon, and I just never played Battletech because nobody was really, like, super interested in it, and I finally got some games in at uh, camp. That, and uh, I didn't get to play any damn Titanicus, and I'm kicking myself for that, but I've kind of started playing it a little bit around the shop, uh, like, last, not last weekend, but the weekend before, maybe looking to do something, like, tomorrow, trying to get some Titanicus going, man.
3: Do you actually have a Titanicus army?
2: Uh nope. I've got the two Titans that came in the box. Turns out you need three Titans to have a (laughs) manipul, so (laughs) fuck me. Put it right in the it bucket. Just (laughs) get a game in. Start rolling (laughs) dice. If I just pick up the Grand Master box, I'll have like everything I need to play a real game, right? Yeah. Wrong Wrong again. Wrong. But it's fine. Leviathan's on the same base as a Warhound, so just Scrubbing it up with that until I, you know, get some titans in.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's. Uh, you got anything more for your hobbyness going on, general life stuff?
2: That's that's what I've been doing. Fuck yeah. That's what I've been sitting.
3: Hey, just keep on keeping on, man.
2: Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it.
3: I know. Life's a garden. You just gotta dig it, brother.
2: Anyway, enough about uh, enough about Joe Dirt. Let's move on to let's move on to Austin Powers, and start I, this. I,
3: that's exactly where I wanted to start at this, like the the night that we were all arriving at Ryan's house.
2: Okay, so Joe... I'm gonna have to. I need to set this one up because. Yeah. So, <laughs> so rolling into the war games camp. Let, let's start you off right. Let me let me let me let me, me spin some words for you. So we had this up in. Uh, in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. That's where we're so I'm down here in like the Gulf Coast of Texas. So I have to drive two hours to meet up with Zach. <laughs> and then we're going to drive like six hours to meet with uh, Trevor and Barth. And then we can leave Texas. So for those of you who haven't been to Texas is like massive. So we work out like how we're going to do this. Where we're all going to meet up all that good stuff. So I leave my house at 10 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday night. And then drive two hours to San Antonio, meet up with Zach, who just got off work. Uh, he's, a, he's a police officer and he like just finished his shift. Uh, meet up with him. We pack up in his van. We drive six hours up to Dallas. We pick up powerful Barth. And then we drive like another, I think, 45 minutes north to pick up Trevor. Powerful Trevor, and then, boom! We got the boys together. I think when we picked up, when we picked up Trevor, it was like eight o'clock in the morning, maybe. And then we just just we kick it off and we just start going up towards uh towards Indianapolis, and we have a so from from San Antonio, it was a twenty two hour drive. So we drive all all goddamn day on Wednesday, and we pull up to the barn uh at like i think like 10 o'clock that night with the time shift, things get weird with the time shift i'm not used to crossing time zones oh yeah so i think it came up to like a 20 like 23 almost 24 hours for me on the road at that point your boy was tired oh yeah but you know we we pull up i had never seen the battle barn in person before this is my first time up to ryan's place since uh since Adepticon 2017. No, not 2017. 2018. So, you know, we roll in. They're packing stuff up. So we help them pack up. Because, you know, I don't, don't want to be an asshole. And then start catching up with everybody. You know, we get that powerful energy going on. You know, Henry's there. He he just... They done that military modeling class. Oh, yeah. And those, like, big-ass battled mechs. You know, you were there. Fucking... Just everybody was there. It was, like, re energizing, so we, like, hang out for another, like, two or three hours. Just shooting the shit with everybody. So once we're all nice and caught up, like we go to crash out in Ryan's basement because he well, just for, well, has room for everybody.
3: Well, I hate to cut you off there because like we did get a little toasty. Like we had a couple, we had a couple beers. Um, we were all hanging out in the battle barn at this point. We got everything packed and loaded to take it to the camp. Um, and it, at this point, it was like eleven or twelve at night. Who knows? It had to have been later. And then for some reason, we got into a conversation with Henry and Zach. <laughs> and I ended oh up the, started...
2: the tfl geography lesson
3: yeah I, and I, I for some reason like i started well, zach,
2: zach was talking about Axis and allies
3: yeah and that's what it was the whole entire fucking di- like zach was like oh we gotta play some fucking Axis and allies fucking sure great we Axis love that
2: allies. Game. i play Axis and allies fucking love that game
3: fucking love that game and i was like dude we're gonna then we're gonna fucking get it man we're gonna fucking do it we'll do some fucking Axis and allies
2: um like but i didn't because everybody wanted me to bring up brews and pew pews
3: Yeah, I know. Eh, Poor guy, but I love him. We love you, Zach. And we know if
2: if you've seen Facebook videos of us like trying to draw the world map. That that was the premise of that (laughs) is we were going to play Axis and Allies, and we needed a board to play it on. So we're just going to draw it on Ryan's whiteboard.
3: And then so everybody was, like, giving me shit about drawing the world map. And I was like, well, fuck you, dudes. Why don't you get up there and draw the... We we got a fucking professional fucking painter, and you're telling me you can't hand draw the fucking world map? Fucking Henry's fake ass. <laughs> you get bullshit. I think I couldn't get one fucking dry erase marker world map out of the guy. I'm just kidding. I fucking love you, Henry. Sign up for his class. In fact, I, that's actually one of the things I had planned. I told him... Because uh, I want to go back to the UK, because I really like go into the UK. So I yeah. told him I was like, whenever you host a class that you're teaching um, within the next four to six months uh, in the UK, I'll come out.
4: But that's either here nor there.
3: Uh, <laughs> so, so we did all that. We drank. We were all a little toasty. We were like, all right, it's time to go to bed. Um, Ryan hook all hooks us up downstairs uh, with a whole. Bunch the
2: gracious of- host that he is. Like-
3: fantastic host, like. You you get the you get the five star treatment when you stay at the Kimmel residence, always straight up
2: Chateau de Kimmel. Exactly. So uh, he rolls out. He brings out a bunch of inflatable mattresses for. us. like, "Here you guys go. Got y'all some like blow up mattresses if you need them." Oh, and here's a pump, and he just throws it on the stack. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> Vince just turns to look at all of us. And says, I swear, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then Derek,
3: Derek and Zach instantly knew what I was talking about. And it just like it just
2: the entire week. (laughs) You don't, you you, listener, you don't understand how fucking funny that is after (laughs) you've been on the road for twenty four hours. Still now, like
3: (laughs) Like, Like, Um, like,
2: you don't need to be on
3: the road for twenty four hours to like (laughs) laugh at Austin (laughs) Powers. Like one Swedish maid in
2: Laja pump.
3: Signed
2: by Austin Danger Powers. <laughs> by Austin Danger Powers. <laughs> <laughs> so, two Italian leather boots. For <laughs> <no, no> Boys. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing that all weekend. If, if you had told me two days before that event that you could quote Austin Powers every like five minutes for a weekend and it would never get old, I would not have believed you. Allow myself to introduce myself. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, were is trying a... so hard to find that movie oh. in a gas station on the way back, but we couldn't.
3: <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, that shit has me, like, crying, laughing right now. Because, like, one, Austin Powers is just, like, one of those movies that is just, like, absolutely stupid funny. Like, it's oh. so stupid, it's hilarious. And then, like, it's all of us, and we're all, like, drunk, <laughs> and it's, like, everything people are saying, and we're just associating an Austin Powers quote, because those movies are made so stupid funny that, like, everything they say, there's just something, like, to it. Uh It was just so fucking funny.
2: And so that kicked off Heresy Camp, or Wargames Games. Yeah, Camp, right.
3: that really set the tone right there.
2: <laughs> let Just let you know what, what was exactly going to happen that entire weekend, just... Us cutting up, being stupid jackasses, and having a great time.
3: Oh, yeah. And then, uh, so, we woke up the next day. I woke up early with Ryan and Henry. And uh, Will also woke up early. And the boys from Australia came out. And who else was there? I think Henry was there, too. Yeah, Henry was there, too. And so, we took all the terrain, all the tables, all that stuff. We brought to camp, set it up. Um, contrary to what AJ from the Boys of the Golden Throne will say on his podcast about his little War Games camp recap, I actually did not pick out the Moon Jelly uh building that he blames that I did, and because like obviously the building that we stayed in was the far shittier one than the one that like everyone else was staying in. Um, but he said on his podcast that I was the one that picked it out, not true. Uh, because I dropped, I like. I fake
4: dropped
3: news, yeah. Hashtag fake news. Um, so that's why we're gonna build a wall against Canada, <laughs> and Canada is gonna pay for it. In fact, AJ is gonna pay for it. AJ is gonna pay for the wall, <laughs> um, and then. <laughs> but I dropped everything off. I helped. I helped set up all the tables. With the rest of the boys, and then they were. Uh, they were gonna set up everything else. And at this point, no one was at camp yet except for the, for like us, and then so Michael was like vitz i saw you got that big ass badass f-250 let's go get the smoker and i was like all right man let's fucking do it so then i went and picked him up and so Mike
2: michael being <laughs> being who he is he went onto like facebook marketplace and so he could have paid a whole bunch of money to like ship the stuff up there to like smoke a brisket or he can just pick it up for like way less on facebook marketplace and just oh, yeah. just leave without it
3: <clears throat> but he did not do that. Uh he just met up with this random dude. Um I forget where we were. There's that big college in Indiana that oh it's actually I think it was Indiana University. It's like right there down the road from Ryan's place and we uh we picked up this smoker and then uh we came back.
2: Yeah, he said he and- picked it up on Facebook Marketplace.
3: No, no, he picked it up on Facebook Marketplace, but what I, I just can't remember exactly the location we went to to pick it up. I just remember it was a college town. And I'm pretty sure it was Indiana U. University of Indiana. whatever the one that has that weird fucking Y symbol?
2: I, I'm not the guy to ask about that. I don't know anything about Indiana colleges. Well
3: oh, yeah, but we picked it up in this McDonald's parking lot from a very nice gentleman. Then we went to Walmart to get the stuff he needed for the to, to make the brisket, smoke it and then he was like, oh man, we gotta buy the meats I was like, alright, well, we gotta get the meats, um, so then Ryan told us about this, like this place in town and me and Michael were like, oh shit it's probably a, a butcher shop or something like that, false uh, first we had to pick up the Australians and the Swede from Ryan's house okay. so, so Macca uh, Mac and Dom and then uh, fucking, damn it, Seb we picked them up at Ryan's, and then on our way to camp, we went to the this, what we thought was going to be a butcher shop. It ended up being, like, the world's
4: smelliest fucking convenience store.
2: What the fuck?
4: Um... But, for those of you that don't know Ryan, is, like, when he tells you something,
3: it's fucking true. Because, no shit, we went back there, and out of this little rinky-dink co- fucking convenience store that smelled like shit, Michael found, like, the, the, the cut of brisket that he was looking for. He was like, oh, shit. Ryan was fucking right, as always. <laughs> I was like, we should have known this, man. Like, we should have known this. And he was like, yeah, we should have known this. So, funny thing about Seb the Swedish guy, he's a vegetarian, right? And so he's sitting in the back sandwiched between two Australians. And, uh, so Michael's like, well, we're going to do with the meat Vince. And I'm like, yeah, give me that, give me that shit. And then I just opened up the back door and I just hoofed it on fucking Seb. (laughs) (laughs) Michael's like, what are you doing? You get the vegetarian, the the fucking meat. I'm like, I'm not trying to fucking make him eat it. I just wanted to fucking hold it. He can hold something. Just act like a jello or something like that. You know what I mean, like. Don't worry about it. So we got a good laugh out of that. And Michael, Michael was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" And I was like, "Fuck it, he's just holding it and I'm telling him to eat it.
2: He's holding it for a friend. No big deal, you
3: yeah. So then we got back, and then like by that time, I saw AJ. I saw everybody when we got into camp. They were the ones who told me where Moon Jelly was. And in fact, when I rolled up to Moon Jelly to drop my stuff off, there was already a Moon Jelly sign on the door. And then they were the ones to tell me about Moon Jelly uh, Prime and Moon Jelly Secundus. And so I moved into Moon Jelly Prime. So what you hear on Boys of the Golden Throne is fake news. They are the CNN of Horace Heresy Podcasts, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah, I don't know who picked Moon Jelly, but they clearly did not look at the one labeled Staff Cabin. That they spit (laughs) <laughs> like you literally walked
3: past it
2: from uh, where I, everybody... <laughs> the only thing i can think is they saw staff cabin like oh okay clearly we're not allowed to use the nice one
3: yeah um but first day did you do any gaming on the first
2: day uh yeah i got that game in with uh aj ezra and kurt
3: the quad game the the two one two
2: yeah we played this big ass uh centurion game so, so opening we had the uh, the annual War Games Camp mixer, which is like a real laid back Zomortalis and Centurion event. Well, that kind of got off to a little bit of a slow start just because people were still rolling in, and it was it was kind of designed to be like a real laid back event, like and a it was, casual it was, affair.
3: Yeah, it was in the schedule, but it was like I kept telling everybody like it's not like. It's not going to be like, round one starts, all right, round two starts. It's like, no, as people come in, they yeah, can it, their small Centurion force, they can break out their small ZM force and just start to get to know each other, have a couple beers, and get everything yeah, started. It, it was
2: a mixer, yeah. and I think he did a fantastic job. Trevor did a great job organizing that.
3: Exactly. Love you, Trevor.
2: Yeah, so I didn't actually get any uh, Zomortalis in, but I did play that Centurion game with... So me and Ezra teamed up our Night Lords against uh, Kurt's Alpha Legion and AJ's sick ass Plague Demons. Oh yeah, which fucking sucked because the the game we ended up rolling was that we had to get. It's the one where we have to like control the three different zones: your deployment zone, the no man's land, and your opponent's deployment zone. And oh. all, of the, all of the Alpha Legion just infiltrated, and then the demons dropped down portals. <laughs> so we're just, like, stuck in our deployment zone. Like, <laughs> Well, I've got these two big blob squads of assault marines. I could just assault these demons on turn one. I don't know that I want to do that. I, I,
3: got, some, I got some updates on that, because, like, AJ bamboozled us. In fact, if there's anybody listening that went to camp and played AJ, he bamboozled you, and he oh. bamboozled you pretty hard. Uh-oh. Um, so we'll get to that, but go ahead, keep going on with your game, what else, so what was the, what was the outcome, what were some of the highlights?
2: Um, so the, uh, Alpha Legion have that special character, the Exodus, right, is that his name? That boy is the goddamn devil.
3: That dude fucks, dude.
2: Like, he just infiltrates up on the highest piece of terrain he can find, and he just starts picking out your, your special weapons, starts picking out your sergeants, just takes your takes your goddamn uh, takes your centurion down, no problem, and just generally makes a problem of himself. And yeah. I had like zero long range implements to deal with him. That
3: sucks
0: ass.
2: But yeah, basically we just got boxed into our uh, deployment zone, and they just started paddling us hard with fucking everything they had. And then thankfully, Ezra brought in some quad mortars. Which were able to do some work. But aside from that, I'm like trying to figure out how to like stay just out of charge range so I can get like a turn 3 charge. And I was really just overthinking it. What I should have done from turn 1 is just run up and made them charge me through cover. Because demons don't come with frag grenades.
1: Oh yeah. They, they, didn't, uh, they didn't
2: upgrade them with frag grenades. So I'd been like, cool, I, I outnumber you by a lot because I'm assault marines. Give me my, my plus 1 to hit and wound counter your plus 1 toughness and whatever. And then I should have gone with that, but I wasn't thinking about it like that, so.
3: But you know what, even even that dude, like, I was charging him with jet bikes, and I had plus one strength, and I, uh, what's it called, I also had rad grenades, and the, the invuln save on top of the fucking feel no pain, fucking killer, man.
2: Yeah, but I mean, there's no way I was not going to have to deal with that because their portals are right there. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, there's I, I, if, if I wasn't near their portals, I wasn't going anywhere. So I just kind of had to, like, accept that as how this game was going to go. And even then, it's the mixer. I'm just enjoying hanging out with, you know, Ezra, AJ, and Kurt. You know, yeah. great fucking dudes.
3: Yeah, and I remember I was, like, floating around it, just watching you dudes. I remember I kept making fun of AJ because he just, like, he was taking fucking forever just to do anything.
2: Well, because he had all of the demons in the world. <laughs> like, he had a billion and one autos, But
3: goddamn, were they beautiful.
2: Yeah, so by, like, turn three, turn four, it was... I forget what event was going on. I think they are going to start Rocancorous. Yep. And so it's like, yeah, well, I mean i think we all know how this game's gonna go like at best maybe we can just running back some of these assault marines into the other deployment zone and like tie it but probably not but the real winner is who had fun and we all won that day exactly did you uh <laughs> said, said the clear loser yeah exactly <laughs> I,
3: did I you noticed. did you uh did you participate in Cankers? i can't remember
2: Uh, I actually did not. I was more planning on uh, getting in some games of, like, Battletech and Titanicus. I wanted to focus more on playing games I don't normally play. What I didn't calculate was that everybody else was going to be playing in Rocancarus or (laughs) doing the hobby stuff. So there wasn't going to be anybody hanging out to play Battletech or Titanicus with. So I mostly just hung out with everybody and drank all day. Which those are the main events I signed up for. Just
3: hanging out and drinking. Hanging out and drinking. That's all you need to do. But yeah, so I participated in the Rogue Anchors event. And so I played on the Loyalists. And every single round, I called out my opponent who I wanted to play. So I had my Dark Angels, Ravenwing Jet Bikes. And they're so fucking dope. So I had a Praetor. Uh, and I was I was pretty, like, fluffy with it. Because, like, I like the Dark Angels lore. And I like, I like just like making the stuff to like the war. And at the same time, when people are like, "Why don't you put a Paragon Blade on your fucking?" It's clearly the next thing. It's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna roll in with a fucking Tyrannic Greatsword. Give me that oh, AP3. Give me that AP3 instant death. I'll fucking take that over fucking Paragon Blade. Plus, it's 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 the fucking Tyrannic Greatsword. It's dope as fuck." Um, I find
2: Paragon Blades boring. It is like, like yeah, you but take it because it's the, yeah, it's the best thing. Until that side arcana blade that fucks everything up. Yeah. Well, like, I like frost blades. I like Nostromen chain glaze. You know, sue me. I'm a scrub.
3: Exactly. That's why, I like, all my Dark Angel sergeants, they get the fucking Caliban Darker Warblade blade. Yeah. so that it's the plus one strength with the AP3, so it's dope. Uh, all my, like, characters, they usually get the Tyrannic Greatsword unless I have something cool. Um, so I had a Praetor. I had a Primus Medicaid on Jet Bike. Uh, I had. Uh, the retinue squad, so I had like four dudes on jet bikes. Was uh, that a command squad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, so like the command squad, and then um, I had a chaplain on a jet bike. I had the, the crazy ass chaps. It was fucking
2: and Old uh, chappy.
3: and for the chaplain, like I didn't give him. The, I I didn't do the classic fucking power axe crozier Arcanum. I made that bitch give him give himself a power mall because I just wanted to fucking concuss everybody. Fuck yeah initiative one boom initiative one and that's what that motherfucker did and it was fucking great playing um fucking
2: polo at that point
3: exactly uh so and then the rest of the army was just like jet bikes just like five man squads jet bikes every single jet bike had a heavy bolter with the molecular acid shells so i can roll on that ap value and then just poison everybody to death <laughs> Since I don't have a Like, fuck you, toughness. Because there's if there's one thing I hate about Horus Heresy Rules, and this stems from my days of fucking playing 7th edition, I think fucking monstrous creatures are the brokest fucking thing in the game. Because, like, it, if you have, like, a toughness 6 or a toughness 7 bullshit, like, robot, and you, it's got, like, 4 or 5 wounds... You can't really do that much about that, you know what I mean? Unless, like, you're, like, even, even like, a whole 10-man squad of last cannons, you're not really doing much with that. Like, you need to get in there with something with, like, instant death, or if you got some poison, that's how you're going to take care of that bad boy. So, yeah. that's why I went with that shit, because I expected to play a whole bunch of Mechanicum. Didn't play one Mechanicum person. Um, and my first opponent was AJ called them out. I was like, listen, bitch, you've been talking about playing a game with me uh, for a long-ass time. We didn't do it at your event. We're going to do it now, and it's going to be the first game we play.
2: So oh, we yeah. play- I gotta say, walking over to that table, <laughs> Like, well, we have Dark Angels, specifically Ravenwing, who go out and hunt monsters, and we have monsters. Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so...
3: I also chose not to, like, be the best tactician. Yeah,
2: if you Uh, you wanted to, you could have just hung back, shot everything with the Molecular Acid Rounds, and just never touched him all game. And you would have definitely won, hands down. But fuck that. That would have been boring.
3: He definitely, like, deployed two of his portals, like, really close to me. Like, he was definitely within his, his, like, limitations of wherever he's allowed to deploy. Um, But easily by the end of turn one, if I wanted to, and I even told AJ this, I was like, dude, I could have easily just surrounded your portals and then all your units would have counted as destroyed because you wouldn't have been able to deep strike. And I was like sitting there hard. It was hard for me not to do it and just make him cry. But then I was like, we're here to have fun. We're here to have a good time. Yeah, and I don't you, make you made it...
2: sure to let him know like, Hey man. Yeah. And, uh, and I had a, like a, I think that's more a problem with the demon rules. Like,
3: well, yeah, I mean, um, but thinking about it now, I shoulda fucked him. I should've fucked him hard. <laughs> because he bamboozled me and he bamboozled anybody else he played with. So he, he
2: lied had, about moon jelly and I should have pushed his shit in. Well
3: not only did he lie about fucking moon jelly, he lied about his stupid fucking sundering fangs that he had on his uh his demons. Oh. So AJ has this cute little fucking custom-made, like, army list that's laminated, and he's like, he's like, here's my army list, look over it, Sundering Fangs, it's AP-2, and I'm like, you're telling me your big-ass fucking squad of troop choices all have AP-2 weapons? And he's like, yes, look at the list sweetheart and i'm like all right cool so then i look at it and on his neat little list says sundering fangs ap2 i'm like all right i can't stop it. It, it that's it like it says it on his list i trust him and boom but good old bob bob was at war games camp last year couldn't make it this year because uh you spent some quality lovely time with his wife his beautiful wife um and i that's mad respect uh it's yeah, truly noble he commented on the episode release on facebook uh, that the Boys of the Golden Throne released telling him that he was wrong. Sundering Fangs does not give you AP2 weapons.
2: It gives you initiative step one, double strength, and sunder.
3: So I got bamboozled. So I'm getting in close combat with Was the- he fighting an initiative? Yes, he was.
2: Well, if he's not using the, the one attack, then he still gets to fight initiative. But,
3: but he kept yeah, saying the sundering does so give you AP2. AP2. So, like, he's swinging at me with these AP2 weapons, and I'm losing guys left and right. And I also had, like, when it came to the row canker spent, <laughs> I, I, I stood by a certain code of honor with, and values. One, oops. Uh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> One, always rush. I'm going to rush towards you as soon as I can. I'm not going to see you back, up, and I'm not going to backlap like a bitch. Because that's the fucking Vince Rossetti doesn't do that bullshit. I'd say that, especially at War Games Camp, especially at Rogue We had to get that system for the loyalists, right? Number two, didn't fucking jink once. Fuck jinking. Jinkings for pussies. Hashtag jinkings for pussies. You don't need to jink. All you need to do is tough it out with that, with that T5. You'll be fine. I promise. And I fucking made it.
2: I'm surprised uh, you didn't like emergency order a cup. Jinkings for pussies.
3: You got it. That's a good idea. I didn't think about that. In fact, I'm gonna look that up when we get done here. Grim, everybody, Grim Brothers, right now. Somebody Grim, look. It.
2: Grim Brothers powder coating in Victoria, Texas. Powerful right. Josh Delarosa.
3: Everybody, go on there. Order a cup. Hashtag. Uh, we'll, we'll make it. Uh, we'll
2: We'll, tell figure, them. we'll tell them We sent
3: you. Yeah, tell, tell him, tell Large Marge sent you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we're gonna go on there. We're gonna make this a thing. Hashtag Jenkins for pussies, because it is. You don't need to jank. Even my flyers. I had three flyers. Never jinked once. You shooting at me with whatever fucking diarrhea fucking bomb these big Nurgle fucks have. Shooting at these flyers. He was fucking vector striking me like a pussy with the flying monsters creatures. Because flying monsters creatures can do that. They can just vector strike you. And then fucking knock you out of the game. But no, nah, I didn't fucking jink once. And the rest of the other two games, didn't fucking jink once. Um, so, but it was a really good game. It was really close. Because of my uh, outlandish display of tactics, uh, <laughs> I almost lost. But I secured the win, and I moved on, got us a little win for the Loyalist. And then uh, the second game wasn't until the following day. So uh, what we decided to do is we – because at this point, it was pretty late in the night. And I had already been moving out for most of the day and, and running Michael around to get the smoker stuff. So pretty much after that, I, I went to bed, and I think you got you boys stayed up pretty late, right?
2: Uh, so the nights really blur together. I'm <laughs> trying to remember what was going on that first night.
4: It, the second night was
3: the one that like
2: was oh the, the yeah, oh, oh yeah the second night
3: we can't we can't we can't just go into the second night yeah
2: no we we, we can't just skip around like that we can, we're, we're not about that we're a little more we're a little more put together than that
3: we're not heathens. <laughs>
2: But yeah, no, trying to think about it, I can't figure out what was the first night.
3: Yeah, because I think by the time we were all...
2: Because it was pretty late getting out of that event, because we started it a lot later than we thought we were going to start it.
3: Yeah. That was it, that was was the first night. And then uh, the next day...
2: Yeah, it was mostly just like hanging out with people, you know, people rolling in late. You know meeting up with heresy boyfriends as AJ calls it
3: yeah heresy boyfriends, um but just basically meeting everybody, getting getting some games in, and it was a good time. Um, and then the next day was Friday, right? It was Friday
2: yeah like, it would have been Friday, which was day two.
3: yep Chris But in the morning, there was something going on. It was like battle tech that was going on in the morning. So Rokankris didn't start yet
2: That's right. I did get some uh, test games of battletech in on that day.:
3: <laughs> Michael got some test games in too. How would you yeah, like it, by the way?
2: I like it. I dig it. Um, uh, I know you were talking about how you like how like technical it is versus like how uh like how more in-depth it is like you can hit specific systems and do all that and yeah i I totally get that sometimes you just want like a really like in depth crunchy game where you're tracking all this stuff, but you don't have like a whole bunch of models to bog the game down and take forever. And definitely you know, if you get the chance, give Battletech a shot.
3: Oh yeah. It's, Especially it's definitely... with this
2: new Kickstarter, you have some dirt cheap minis showing up online.
3: Yeah, it's fucking dope.
2: People who like kicked into the Kickstarter and then stopped looking at it and then they just get a box of like two hundred and fifty minis. <laughs> like, they, they kicked it, like, early on before it started crushing their stretch goals. And it's like, what do you mean I get got three times as many minis as I thought I was going to get?
3: Oh, yeah. Like, I'm getting, like, fucking like 90-something max. It's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, um, like I said, I've got
2: that the other starter box they done last year. I picked it up at Adapticon. I just haven't, like, sat down and, like, crunched out a game with anybody yet. I'm more trying to get into Titanicus at the moment.
3: Yeah, saw game. I enjoyed watching people playing Titanicus.
2: I just like how random it is. Like, y- like yeah, you can get into it and like get really in depth on your strategies and all that. But like at the end of the day, like you're gonna fuck up a die roll and something's gonna explode and everything's gonna keep exploding. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's that's day three. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to the Titanicus a bit later. I'm trying to think like. Yeah, in the morning they mostly had like the hobby classes was going on because they didn't want to do too much overlap.
3: And then me and Zach would just start going into the keg. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, as Zach does, he rolls up. Oh, looks like we got some work to do on the keg, boys.
3: Yeah, we got some work to do on the keg, boys. Let's get back there.
2: Oh, do we want to talk about his uh his wardrobe change, his costume change, on Thursday?
3: Was that Thursday? I thought that was Friday.
2: I could have sworn it was Thursday. No, no, it was definitely Friday. You're right. I think
3: think AJ said, no, no, it was Thursday because it was definitely when I was playing the game with AJ. Because on on my first game on Friday, I played against Zach.
2: Oh, right, 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 right. So
3: backtracking on Thursday, me and AJ were playing our game, and I just noticed Zach was wearing like – Takeaway pants,
2: like tear away track pants. Like
3: tear away track pants, like they're the old school ones with like the buttons.
2: Yeah, buttons like... all up down the sides, and,
3: and so I see and this. He was
2: wearing his like Horace heresy, like uh, hockey jersey,
3: I, and I see this from a he had whole... like a
2: collar poking up. Like like Michael takes me aside, he's like, "What the fuck is is Zach wearing a collar yeah. under his jersey?" And I'm like, "No, that's part. It's black and white. It's just part of the jersey." Me being a naive fool, I acknowledge he's wearing tearaway pants, and I'm like, "There's probably something there." I was like, no, he's got like a collar. Is he going to like do the Chippendales dancer or something? Like, but has now, he got the, he's got like the cuffs on it. under that or?
3: When when AJ talks about it on his podcast, I'm sitting there playing and I notice from a far away he's wearing those tearaway pants. And I'm like, fuck me. I haven't seen tearaway pants like that since like 2001, like maybe 99. Who knows? And I'm like, that's pretty odd. And then Nobody I'm still I'm telling AJ this and then Kurt comes over and he's like I'm like Kurt is Zach wearing tearaway, breakaway pants and Kurt's like oh yeah man he is and I'm like, <laughs> like shit. All yeah, right, man. and at that moment fucking he stands up and he just rips them off and he's wearing like this Chippendales dance outfit he and he, he pulls just start...
2: them off he takes his jersey <laughs> throws it on the ground it's just straight up this like uh, this romper <laughs> a romp him are this <laughs> it, it was it was a spectacle. You had to be there. Yeah, it was great, and he was and, just sweating, it, like waiting for somebody to call him out. And so
3: for for the newcomers to camp, that's what started for them. Was oh, was like
2: oh, it, oh I, it, I didn't that, even the, think about that. People who yeah. didn't make it last year, it's like oh well, I wonder how this event's gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay it's that kind of party yeah and so from
3: then on the the mood of people just changed they knew that this was going to be like a shit show
1: like small, <laughs> this is
3: that's, like it was just going to be it was just going to be drinking boozing having a good time throwing some dice and just fuck it doing whatever we just do whatever the fuck we want we're all like the great thing about it is like everybody's a grown-ass adult Everybody was a grown ass man. It's and still, like, you we were all able to just, like, chill out and relax and just, like, drink and just have a good time. And, just... and nobody got fucking crazy. There was nothing, like, no fights or nothing like that. Like, it was, everybody was grown ass men. Everybody was, like, drinking, boozing. It was, it was just good. Good shit. Just good shit all around. Great time. Yeah. So then, uh, Friday, woke up. I had a cup of coffee, had my morning cigarette. And then, uh, and then me and Zach started going into the keg. And
2: then,
3: I can't remember what I did until my next Rocancris game, to be honest with you.
2: I want to say day two, y'all started a little bit earlier. Like, after getting out really late the, on that Thursday. Because there was a, some classes that were going to go on later after the event, and so they wanted to clean up just a little bit early. But, uh. but I know that didn't happen. <laughs>
3: I remember, I remember, like, a lot of Battletech was going on in the small room, and I was watching people play Battletech. And then I was, f- I, I just, well, I can't remember what was
2: going on on the heresy tables. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, because. I think maybe some people got some pickup games.
3: Well, there was a lot of people playing Battletech, though. Like, that was, like, uh, there, like a yeah, lot of. there was,
2: like, six of us doing a demo game of Battletech where we each just got, like, a mech.
3: But I can't remember what I, I think. Like I think I was just like floating around from drinking like beer to go and see and watch BattleTech to watch to talking to dudes, um, and then I was hanging out in the hot, the painting thing with the uh, with Ezra and uh, Kurt. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was like hanging out in the painting room with Ezra and Kurt because I was like finishing yeah, up. They, some... they
2: still had their uh, their military weathering stuff going on, right?
3: Yeah. Um, then lunch happened, and then after lunch, I think that's when the Roe Cancri's round two started, right?
2: Yeah, I want to say that's about the time I started waking up because we got <laughs> a little rowdy the night before, so I think my day might have just started at like, you know, two p.m.
4: Yeah.
3: Um. By by all means, this is all by this is all by design. Like, oh yeah. We ma- like we made the schedule so that it was very like relaxed, open, and flexible. Because yes. We understand that it was a heresy event and people want to get games going. But,
2: but this is your st- vacation.
3: Yeah, this is your vacation. Like, it shouldn't be, like, making people wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning to start.
2: It's a long event. It's a four-day event. Like, that's that's pretty long.
3: Yeah. But, uh, so then after lunch, it was Cancrus Day 2, Electric Boogaloo. And then I called out Zach, And I played Zach against his Death Guard. And it was fucking a fun-ass game. Like, I remember I... I blew up his his Typhon, right? Yeah. The si- the big old siege bitch.
2: Not before his uh his termite full of assholes came up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his termite full of assholes came was, straight up was, dude, the whole the whole drive up, he was so excited to see his little termite yeah. full of motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of fucking just a heavy weapon support squad with chem and heavy flamers.
3: Oh yeah, and they <laughs> fucking got my ass. Um, uh, but then I blew up his fucking Typhon and then it flipped on a rhino and a dreadnought and it like caused like two hole points on those or something something crazy like that happened because I I just like ass blasted it with my flyers with those uh crack and penetrator rounds.
2: Blast it in the ass.
3: Oh yeah. Blast it in the ass, just like that tiger tank. <laughs> Shoot it in the ass. Shoot it in the ass. Um, and then I had, like, my javelins drop in, and they were, like, they were multi-melting, like, everything in sight. Um, and then they did their job, and they got the fuck out of there. But uh, Zach ended up beating me, but by, like, a small margin. But I didn't jink one fucking time, and I didn't sit in the <laughs> back like a pussy. So I'm pretty I'm pretty happy about that. And then after that, it was, like, dinner. And then at dinner time... Dude, how good was that
2: fucking time, chicken?
3: Dude, that, well, for one, I'm surprised AJ said that was his favorite because, personally, my favorite was, like, Michael Smoke brisket. Like, that thing was fucking phenomenal.
2: Oh, yeah, the brisket was great, but... That was, I mean, I, I've had brisket. I've never had chicken like that before.
3: I, pff, that chicken was good. Believe me, it was good. But, like, that brisket, yeah, man... No,
2: cool. no one's saying it's not good. I'm just saying, you know, that, that was good brisket, but I've had that brisket before.
3: Well, just agree to disagree. You know, you got the chicken, I got the brisket. Yeah. You know, it's both respectable answers.
2: Yeah, right, right, right.
3: No one's better than the other. It's different tastes. You know what I mean?
2: Um,
3: but after dinner on day two, it was Ro the final round. Um, well, as far as for the heresy, like the the actual fourth, A- yeah, movie. the
2: Age of Darkness one.
3: Yeah, the Age of Darkness one. Then it was like the the Titanicus version. Um. And I played my best man, Trevor, and he had his, uh, he didn't have his Emperor's Children. No, he
2: had uh, White Scars. Did he bring no, his White brought...
3: Scars? Or... No, no, he brought, he brought both. And I think I, I played his Emperor's Children. That's
2: right, he was playing his Emperor's Children in Roque
3: Yeah, and he ended up beating me too. But, guess what I didn't do, Derek?
2: Zero jinking.
3: And guess what else?
2: Zero waiting, say, sitting back and shooting? Exactly. Always be rushing.
3: Always be rushing, no janking. Really easy, real easy, simple concept. Um, but, I tell you what, throughout the whole entire Ro Cancris event, because the whole Ro Cancris event was a resource war. So on every single table, there was three types of resources. There was like a little agent of the Emperor or Horus that you can capture. There's Three of them unusually on a on the table. Then you had like little munition cache, caches that you can get. And then there was like uh resource stores that you can that you can capture. So what I did, I took advantage of those jet bikes. Oh, I yes. went around and I captured every single resource that I could get to. And at the end of the day, you're talking to the War Games Camp 2019 Best Loyalist that's what happened got those resources baby just like fucking iraq and '03. 3 got to get that oil baby
2: just got to go just just get, get that oil just get over there and get that oil <laughs> 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 fun, yeah the Chappelle but, show bit was like no yeah. we got to go get that oil
3: oh, oh, oh,
1: oh.
2: <laughs> 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 but uh
3: but the Roe cankers event was a fun like three round two day event for the age of darkness. Cause like that whole resource war bit was fun. Cause like, you were just like trying to get like all these like little stores and little dudes and stuff like that. And at the same time, you're trying to like get your secondary and your primary objectives. It was a fantastic event. And I played, I, I played in it last year and I, I, I really liked it. And I think like, Will's got something good. Every time he runs that event, it's, it's a fantastic time. Like I love the rule set. I love, like, the little side missions and stuff like that. And I like how, like, resources are tied into it. It's, oh, like, absolutely. not just, like, we're attrition, where, like, you just try to kill each other, and whoever rocks up the most uh, fucking victory points is the winner.
2: Yeah. I uh, could tell, though, he was kind of hoping more people would bring Mechanicum and uh, Solar Ox and Militia to get some of those, because uh, there was three militia. factions.
4: Yeah, yeah. He
3: There's tried to the get...
2: Loyalists, the Loyalists, tra- the, uh, the Traitors, and then the Defectors
3: no the separatists
2: separatists that's what it was it was people just in that system trying to be like y'all take you all civil war and y'all shoved up y'all's asses
3: exactly and I think Ezra was like the only separatist with I his think,
2: I think Barth uh, defected
3: well Ezra Ezra was the first one to do it because he had a shattered legion force of night lords and word bearers
2: oh yeah it's like <laughs> it, yeah, this is why we p- people typically don't like shattered legions because you get to do <laughs> wild shit like that <laughs> <laughs> like, and he was like, "I the benefits yeah. of both with the downsides of neither." It's like I don't yeah. know how that works, but if that's what Will says, that's what Will says.
3: Yeah, and he's just running around with like fucking Galvor back and fucking—it was just nuts, straight up nuts. But he had a fun time. We all had a great time. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, that was like that was like the premier heresy event at uh, War Games Camp. And it was I great. It was also
2: like a huge chunk of the weekend because day two ran way long as well.
3: Oh, yeah. And now we're getting into the saucy part.
2: Oh, Friday night.
3: Oh, yeah. So th- the same shit happened the first War Games camp, right? Everybody is like on the f- on day one and even into the nighttime after drinking all day. Oh, we
2: didn't we didn't talk about the old speakeasy. That was Thursday night.
3: Oh yeah, cause I, that's yeah. See, that's what I missed when I went to bed.
2: Yeah. So after you'd gone to bed on uh, uh, Thursday night, back in Moon Jelly Secundus, or as I like to call it, call it Staff Cabin, <laughs> we had set up this little like speakeasy. So part of so we 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 weren't supposed to have like hard alcohol. We were cool to have you know beer and wine. And we can you know keep that in the the gaming area, which was the the cafeteria, and all that. But some uh, some people didn't really abide those rules and they had set up an impromptu like drinking area in one of the cabins and uh we had some some very well produced uh mixed drinks some somebody there was a uh either is a bartender or had been a bartender at some no, point it was uh
4: it
3: was uh barth barth like owns a bar or something like or he's a manager i
2: was i wasn't going to name names but yeah
3: Oh, why didn't you want to name names? That's cool.
2: Oh, well, I mean, we kind of weren't supposed to have alcohol, and I don't want to like. Anyway, so Barth was making us these drinks at the Speakeasies. He he made us the most <laughs> amazing Old Fashions. Like he would, uh, he, he would had a cedar plank and he would torch it with like a, a butane ty- a butane lighter, and then s- cover it with the glass to smoke the glass, and then he'd do like a maple Old Fashioned in it, and bruh, B- bruh. It was a good time.
3: Yeah, but now we're on to like the really saucy night. But oh, the preface, is, the preface. Is, this is what always happens. Uh, this is what happened at the first war games camp. So everybody's like on the first on the first day. You're starting to get to know everybody, and you're getting a little relaxed because like you're enjoying a couple alcoholic drinks as well as playing a game. And since you're, you may not be the most comfortable person when it comes to social events. But because you're playing a game that you like, that sort of like breaks that breaks that uneasiness towards you because it forces you into being a little bit more social, and you're used to playing games, so like it's just easier for you to get to know people as you're playing the game, and it doesn't make you as nervous to meet new people. So
2: that's oh, normally
3: yeah. what happens the first,
2: the especially with uh, people you know like you and Zach and AJ, who are you know really easy to talk to and good at like getting people to engage socially.
3: Yeah, you know the social butterfly type. Yeah, just, I, like, the whole entire time, I just, I talked to everybody, and I was just, like, asking, like, people, like, hey, you having a good time? You want a drink? You want a, let's go do something, you know what I mean? Um, but so that's how, like, the first day goes, and then by, like, the end of the first night, everybody is generally just, like, laughing and drinking and having a good time, but nothing really crazy goes down, because, like, you're still in, like, that first, like, ooh, where's this gonna go? Like, what's the... What, what's what's the breaking point here? Like, how fucking crazy are they gonna get? Sat like the day two night is always the fucking Friday night because oh, fucking yeah. wild. So we finished up everything, um, and then everybody was like, "Well, let's go to the bonfire. Let's go to the bonfire. Let's go do the, the bonfire." But Derek didn't mean you play a game of scythe. Did that happen Friday?
2: Yes. So Friday night <laughs> it was. Uh... <laughs> You, Zach, Michael, David, and Trevor, I I was there, I wasn't playing, but y'all played like a five-hour game of Scythe.
3: Oh, yeah. First time ever playing this game, but basically it takes place like after World War I, and there's this like weird dystopian of like mechs and stuff like that. It's
2: like this like industrial punk, like alternate World War II.
3: But the whole purpose of the game, it was basically like Settlers of Catan on steroids. Yeah. But it was fun. It was really super fun. And there was, like, a lot of diplomacy and a lot of backstabbing and stuff like that. And Zach was all about it. Michael was all about it. And it just got me all about it. And then, like, Derek wasn't even playing, but, like, he was reading the rules and, like, helping us out. He was helping me out because I was, like, way too drunk at this point to try and figure (laughs) it out. Like, like, at this point, like, I wasn't even going for points because, like, you're trying to get points. Well, actually, you're trying to get gold. Whoever had the most amount of gold at the end of the game is the winner.
2: And then everything gets translated into gold, like yeah, everything that you territory have- becomes gold, resources becomes gold, stuff like that.
3: So I was too drunk, and my whole thing was like, "All right, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build my three mechs." Because like one of the little categories in your industrial part is like you could build like three mechs, and that would be it. So I got, I was like, I built my three mechs, and then like, I was like, "Well, what do I do with them?" And then, like, somebody attacked me with my three mechs. And that did had no influence with my combat power whatsoever. And I was like, well, this game's stupid. This <laughs> fucking blows. Like, this dude don't even have any mechs. So I got three of them. And you're telling me because, like, he rolled better on his combat power. Or that little dial spinner or whatever. Uh, he, he wins. It was dumb. So then, basically, I was just like, I, I didn't do anything the rest of the game.
2: You just checked out at that point?
3: Yeah. But then afterwards, when the game was all said and done...
2: So apparently while we were playing this, we yeah. had set up the bonfire. And, uh... Yeah, apparently it was getting just a little bit scandalous down there.
3: It was getting too scandalous. In fact, we had to go down there and check it out. That's how scandalous to,
2: to We had to go straighten them out.
3: You know, we had to go down there and like see, you know, for science. Yeah, you know? We just had for to science- go down Do some research. See what's going on.
2: They kept coming back in to refill on uh, beverages, and they keep telling us, you know, what was going on down there. And we, you know, at at some point, we just had to say, you know what, site is fun. We gotta go check out this bonfire.
3: We gotta go. We gotta go down there and see what's going on. So the bonfire was next to the opening of like this obstacle course. And I'm not gonna name names, but there was a fantastic lady who was like the camp counselor, let's say,
2: right? Yeah, she was there for the, uh, for the camp.
3: Yeah, she worked for the camp, like the actual camp company, and she was required to like, stay on the camp to like, make sure we didn't fuck shit up.
2: Well, yeah, in case we needed something or an emergency situation broke out, stuff like that.
3: But, um, in order to protect her, uh, job, because she was just a fantastic person in general.
2: Oh yeah, she was super fun.
3: She was extremely fun and extremely friendly. Extremely friendly. Um, and so uh, I think it was like Jay. You lost Jay at some point.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Jay just <laughs> wandered off to become a cryptid.
3: Yeah. So Jay has a tendency to get up on uh, cloud nine and even all the way up to fucking out of this galaxy and so he was outside unsupervised because, you know, we have to supervise Jay when he's outside and on club nine. And we just look around and like a couple of the people that were at the bonfire with us, like they walked like into the woods.
2: Well, no, uh, no, she had uh, taken him on to go check out that obstacle course because some people were like wanting to see it.
3: Yeah, 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 but Jay didn't come
2: back. Yeah, they didn't realize that Jay like wandered off after them. And oh, yeah. we just thought, okay, well, they're, they're taking Jay with them. Okay. Well, so they come back, and they're like, hey, where's Jay? You know, being concerned for him, as they are, because he's past the Andromeda Galaxy at this point. <laughs> and we're like, he was with y'all. He's like, no, he certainly wasn't. He was over here with y'all. He's like, no, he wandered off with y'all. He's like, no, he didn't. He, he's gone. We got to go find him.
3: Yeah. So at one point, we thought Jay was like, Face down, ass up in a ditch somewhere, um, but we we'll come to find out he just ended up with went to his bed,
2: or or he's you know <laughs> just hanging out off out of frame, being super blurry, and just making some bigfoot hunter's dream come true.
3: Exactly, um, but like this bonfire went until like four o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. And we were all just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And then somehow Zach got a hold of like a whole bottle of fuck a fireball. And then that well, okay, thing... Started-
2: well, he, he brought it up because it is for and, brews and pew-pews. You can't play brews and pew-pews without a bottle of fireball.
3: Well, true, but I, I just... I don't remember him carrying it down there. I don't. He like just popped it out of nowhere. Well, we
2: weren't supposed to have it, like...
3: What I'm saying, like, I just remember him being at the bonfire one minute not having a bottle of fireball, and then the next minute, like, did he keep it in his prison pocket? Like, 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 he it? like how did he like, out of nowhere? He's, just, he's like, hey, he's like, hey, bitch, you would take a shot of fireball, and I was like, fuck yeah, I don't take a shot of fireball, fuck it, give me that shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, like, it was like, like, have you seen that video where it's like somebody's wedding reception and they put a GoPro on a bottle of Fireball? Yeah,
3: it, it
2: was up. like, it was like that.
3: But <laughs> it was funny because, like, we were doing the shots of Fireball when uh the nice lady that runs the camp that told us we couldn't have liquor was like walking the obstacle course with like everybody else, and so it was me, Kurt, AJ, uh, Derek, Zach, Trevor. I'm missing anybody else that was there at the bottom. There
2: have been a couple other guys over there. I know uh, quite a few of them went to go check out that obstacle course. Yeah. But uh, Zach, start,
3: Zach whipped out that bottle. We, were on, <laughs> and we started like kicking it back and kicking it back. And just, everyone was just passing it around. And then, <laughs> and then she started coming back. And we were like,
2: What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? It's like getting caught with a flask in detention, and I, I think I think
3: exact I think Zach tried to like say like Nate, what are you doing with that bottle of fireball? <laughs> Drinking it at the same time. <laughs> like,
1: Nate, how dare you? <laughs> and
3: then, and Nate was like. You're the one drinking it, asshole. And then Zach looks at me and he goes, Oops.
2: <laughs> and then the next <laughs> what's well, like all all he had to do was be like, I swear it's not mine. And he and that would have been it. It'd been done. And then, <laughs> we would have all just been like dying laughing at that point. The next thing he does is like if, I remember he just keep, keep in the- mind while we're telling you about everything that was going on, every five minutes, I swear, we'd be like, Oh, did I, did I not did I forget to drink? Oops! <laughs> oops. <laughs> or if it, if it got a little too quiet somebody would go i swear it's not mine
3: yeah the whole oops thing started um i don't know where that started No, like, that exactly where it started crazy. uh so uh, the whole entire weekend we had a keg and i have like i have this badass like warhammer double aquila like stein it's oh done.
2: yeah was it like a pewter mug
3: yeah, it's like a pewter mug. I got it at Dragon Con like four years ago. And uh, so I was walking around with this thing and I would just fill it up, pound it back, <laughs> fill it up, pound it back. And like every fucking time I take a step, this bitch would just like spill everywhere.
1: Oh, and so, yeah. like, Everybody
3: was just like bitching. About it. Yeah, they are just busting. They were just like busting my balls about like spilling it. And while I wasn't spilling it on them or getting it on their models or getting it on the table, I was spilling it on myself. So, like, I was just, and I was drunk, so I was like, fuck this. Like, fuck you. I'm spilling it on me. Like, well, who's it, care? And, and then, like, I was just like, oh, oops. Did I spill it? Oops. And then it just took off from there. And it was just like every time somebody did something wrong, it was just like facetious oops just came out of nowhere. So Zach pulled the facetious oops. And then the next thing you know, he just like he put that cap on that bottle and he fucking hoofed that thing into the woods somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. No, he, he stashed it behind one of the things, behind like <laughs> a behind a stump or something. I thought. He,
3: fucking, he just like tossed it. He just like got rid of it, and then <laughs> and then found it. And then he just kept drinking it in front of her, and she did not give a shit at this point. Oh, and then we got like super shitty. Like it was just like it was just a shit show at the bonfire at that point. And I I honestly can't remember what else happened, other than yeah, just that's... laughing and drinking.
2: That, that's about how it goes. Yeah, I don't remember at this point because I had uh, I had some of that that moonshine that Cody had last time,
4: dude. That.
3: Good thing that you brought that up. Remember, we killed that whole mason jar of shine during the Scythe game.
2: Oh, yeah. We just demolished it.
3: And that, like, like, that's why. Now I remember why I was so shitty.
2: Now I remember why I don't remember anything.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I want myself to introduce myself. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so we killed, like, this whole bottle of, like, legit moonshine.
2: Yeah, shout out to Powerful Cody for... Uh, yeah, he wasn't... This
3: year. fucking love that dude. I missed him.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a lot easier for him to make the last one because it was in Texas, but uh, he just didn't have the days off to do Adepticon, this, and other stuff.
3: Makes sense. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think that's everything from Friday.
3: Yeah, and then we all woke up and I was pretty shitty. You were pretty shitty. And... The next day was me getting ready to play Scott in our Flames of War battle.
2: Yeah, because Saturday that is when Chris Duncan put up the uh, that ITC forty k event.
3: Yeah, the forty k tournament. So that was going on.
2: A lot of people like to knock forty k for a lot of reasons, especially in the ITC community. But I think he was saying that there's like some other IT, like bigger ITC event going on in in the area. So some of the, like the. The people who don't go to, like, the bigger ones could, like, go and do this ITC event at Heresy Camp. And uh, I didn't see any armies that I wouldn't, like, I, there wasn't an army there I'd have kicked off the table.
4: No, dude, there was that
3: one guy that had, like, a fantastically, like, painted, like, legit 30k army, but he was playing, like, 40k.
2: Was it, like, that yellow Mechanicum?
3: No, no, not, not Mechanicum. It
2: was Because that, that yellow Mechanicus was, like, it was beautiful. It was a good-looking army.
3: Yeah, no, there was definitely a dude there that was rocking space marines, and it was all, like, forge-rolled heresy models.
2: That's badass. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't walk it too close, because you know, it was a, a competitive event. I didn't want to, like, be in the way. But, yeah. you know, I walked around, looked at some of the armies, and uh, I saw some knights that weren't, like, finished, but I also saw some knights that were, like, finished, like, some gorgeous-looking knights.
3: It was actually quite surprising how well-painted that that are those armies were for a 40k event
2: yeah uh trigger warning uh talking about 40k and not just shitting all over it uh in case you know yeah i like 40k
3: (laughs) i've said that i said that in the past before i i enjoy 40k uh yeah Yeah. there's there's some uh bad apples you know what i mean i know it gets like a bad
2: rap for breaking down at the tournament level and then you see a bunch of shit like like we've all heard the stories where it's just oh here's the army of the month whatever but as far as like a beer and pretzels game? That's all right. I haven't played any 8th edition yet, but...
3: You should, you should ask Michael to get in some games of Kill Team, because Kill Team's pretty fun.
2: Well, I know Pretty was talking about starting a uh, heresy Kill Team escalation or something going on. Definitely. Locally.
3: Dude, fucking do that. Oh, uh, well, we're getting too far ahead of ourselves, so let's stay on track with camp here. So, like, okay, they so, have
2: so, to so Saturday, they got this ITC event going on, so we're kind of, like, <sighs> kicked out of the... The main heresy area. So everybody's playing some other games. Yeah. This is when they do the uh, Rocancorous, the second leg of Rocancorous, which is the Titanicus event.
3: Yeah. And then um, the, and at the same time, this is going on. Scott came by and we started our Flames of War uh, Battle of Tarawa And man, oh, man. One, I missed playing that fucking game. If anybody has the chance, and you know that you, and this is for the listeners, like, if you know that there's, like, a couple of dudes, like, even if there's only, like, three or four dudes that are playing, like, Flames of War in your local gaming scene, like, go hang out with them and play that game. Like, Flames of War is fucking fun. Especially version 4. Version, It's, like, a very fun game. Small models. You still play on a 6 by 4 board. Um, but it is fantastic. It is a fun game. And I... I that was like I can't remember having that playing that much fun. So Scott was the Japanese defending the beach. <laughs> yeah,
2: I he was, had this he had this fucking headband and everything. Yeah, else.
3: he had the divine wind like fucking headband. Like he was about to hop at his Mitsubishi Zero and like crash into like a battleship. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and I was playing with my Marines and I was like the attack force. Uh, so a neat thing about Flames of War when you do like a beach assault mission. They have sort of the thing that's like a deep strike mishap, except it's called the tide. Um, so what you do is like you set up a beach, like you legit have to have like a beach mat, one that shows like the surf zone, and then like the tide zone and the lagoon, shit like that. So you set up your units in the, in the tide, and then for each unit, you roll a dice, and then you got to refer to the tide chart. And the tide chart, basically at the end of the day, it's the deep strike mishap table. And I tell you, for 11 straight fucking turns... Oh, no, I'm sorry. The game was, was 12 turns. But for 7 of those fucking 12 turns, I could not get a goddamn platoon on the beach because like, my, my fucking amphibious craft <laughs> would just... I would roll that 6, and when you roll that 6 just like on the, mis, like the fucking mishap table, that shit just goes off. Like, you gotta wait until the next turn... And then you got to bring it back, and then you got to roll on the table again. I just keep hitting six after six after six after six.
2: I couldn't get. Yeah, I remember thinking like, man, Scott's got a lot more models than than Vince does. What the fuck? Yeah,
3: but man, oh man, when I finally got that fucking platoon on the beach, and I had my little Sherman that could, he was just fucking blasting away at Japanese. And then I also had like a, I had, I had this, uh, I had this like this F four U Corsair that was giving me like air support. And I was just dropping fucking napalm on Scott, like, left and right. And it was fucking awesome. And then I had, like, a, like my Navy gun. So, I, like, I had a heavy cruiser just dropping, like, artillery shells on the beach. So I had, I had significant, like, supporting fire, but I just couldn't back it up with the infantry on the ground. And you always, like, no matter how much supporting fire you have, you're never going to win unless you have, like, infantry on the ground. So it ended up being, like, at the 12th turn. And I could not make it to the objective. So the game was you have 12 turns, the attacker has to get to the objective. Uh the defender just has to hold out. Because it's all you have to do is just hold out. Um and I could not make it to the objective. And so Scott's Japanese Force won.
2: Yeah, it looked like I had a great time though. Like he was picking it up.
3: Yeah, it's really it's really easy to pick up once you get once you get into it. Um, there's a lot. There's not a lot of like very very specific rules. Um, a lot of the rules stem from like the terrain and movement in that game. Um, everything else is just like you shoot on this. You uh, your morale check is on this. Um, and there's there very rarely is there modifiers. The only modifiers that you usually have is for like shooting because like either you move or you're shooting through smoke. Or something like that. Gotcha. But it was it was a great time. Uh, I fucking loved that game, and I wish I I wish I had like a, a gaming community down here that played it, and there was more people that played that game because it's it's really fun. Um. Then yeah, after it's that, cool I was cool seeing the
2: models too. Because it what scale is it in? Like the one one hundred. Yes, yeah, so it's like real tiny stuff, so you can get like a whole bunch of stuff on the board.
3: Oh yeah. Um. And then after that, it was a uh, dinner time.
2: Yeah. While that uh, while that game was going on, oh, yeah. they had the Titanicus portion of Rogue Hankers going on, which apparently they had a bunch of people sign up for it when they had uh, like when the sign ups for the events was going on. I don't know if those were people who like dropped out, but I know like a bunch of people brought like real well painted, like fully painted, enclosed Titanicus armies, but like the people playing like there's four people playing in that event none of which you'd played Titanicus before
4: yeah
3: I remember that
2: <laughs> so I-, I know that was probably a little disappointing for uh AJ and Will but they they both basically got to walk through a a demo game with two of the four players each
3: so in the end it worked out for them
2: yeah i wish i known, cuz i you know i was talking to them about it and they're like yeah it's, it's kind of not supposed to be like an intro event so i'm like okay i guess i'll go do something else cuz i've I've read the rules for Titanicus on the drive up, you know, like I'm not, I, I played a demo game at Adepticon and I played it like super wrong. So, uh, you know, I went, I, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna walk around and check out some other stuff going on. Yeah. But no, I should have stuck around. I would have got a super dope demo of uh Titanicus stuff.
3: Fuck yeah.
2: But no, after that, I like picked up the rest of the books and like, Pounded through them on the way back and uh, got so I'm trying to get like hard into Titanicus and maybe even start like, a local campaign.
4: That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, you don't play ever involved.
2: All right, so what else happened on Saturday? I know it was you and uh, AJ were planning on doing a battle fleet that Harris never James. happened i
3: for like we just couldn't with everything going on and all the drinking and all the fun we were having then his titanic's day took forever those dudes were playing in the morning all the way up through dinner even, yeah, tr- they, they were even well playing. they had
2: these like really big sized games but for demo games those were like honestly a little too big for demo games because it just took all day
3: yeah but derek what
4: happened after dinner
2: on Saturday? Uh, Come
4: on. Come on. You were there.
2: i also been drinking all weekend, so... Let's see. So Saturday night...
4: You went to
3: a very, very sexy, classy class.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> I will say, powerful first impression coming out of your... Uh, your <laughs> how to run an event game. Oh yeah. So yes. that, that's when you put on your your event running course, and yeah. so to set the stage for those of you who weren't there. So he had uh, appropriated the common space from Moon Jelly Secundus or Staff Cabin, <laughs> and he'd set up a projector. He's got his laptop set up with a slideshow. He's got like some some sweet intro music playing, just hanging out. He's got all the. All the couches and chairs arranged in a semicircle around it. It was pretty well done on the space setup. So we all sit down, get a little comfortable. Everybody's got their, like, drinks. And it flips over to the next song, and it starts playing <laughs> I Am A Real American. And we're like, okay, that's pretty cool. It's cool stuff. And then it gets to, like, the breakdown. And then, boom, the doors fly open. <laughs> it runs in. It's like, yeah! I was you know, doing this whole, this Hulk bit, you know. <laughs> he's, like, he's like intro. He runs and he runs down the semicircle like high fiving everybody. <laughs> like, boom! Apparently, that's lesson one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Michael got all of that. Like he filmed that, and I don't think he ever just posted it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we need to bug him see if he can get that posted up because that was yeah. fucking sweet.
3: Uh, but yeah, so like that's when I did my class, and uh, it was a good time. And then I gave everybody who was there like the little gift
2: the the bde flash drive
3: oh yeah like big dick energy it was good
2: Dude, i can't wait to see some of the some of the events we see posted up after that
3: yeah you know i'm like that's what i want to that's what i'm like to see. oh fuck that reminds me i gotta help ben out ben reached out to me and i gotta help him out fuck sorry ben you're listening <laughs> to this. i know <laughs> I I was gonna help you out. Uh, i'm sorry but i'm gonna get to it i promise
2: <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably all be good. Don't worry about it. It'll be
3: uh, because yeah. I'll most likely get this episode out tomorrow. No big oh, deal. Okay. Yeah. Weekend dog. Time to play some video games.
2: <laughs> Weekends you know, for the boys.
3: You know. And by boys I mean my dog and my penis in my hand.
2: You got your boys, I got mine.
3: Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh Saturday night was just Drinking and watching AJ and Trevor play Chondax campaign games with Kurt and Barth.
2: Oh, yeah. So, was it AJ and Kurt got in, like, one game? <laughs> Dude, shout out to Trevor and Barth. They played, like, two massive Uh-oh, Chondax sh- games. And they started after everybody was, like, like, gone to bed. Yeah. So, like, they started like 10 p.m. But man, oh man! Oh, those are some rad fucking games. I didn't not realize those Chondax missions were that fucking dope. Yeah. They're... The the second game they played, there's like a fucking volcano going off just off the table. <laughs> so there's this like wave of lava just sweeping across the table, and the White Scars got to run away from it. And then the the Alpha Legion have to like push them back into it. That's pretty fucking yeah. rad until uh until Barth's Terminator's like deep strike, mishap into the lava.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oops.
3: <laughs> oh man. So while this is all going down, me and Derek are just like bystanders watching getting pretty fucked up and drunk. Well, we're already fucked I'm up just and drunk. At this point. Yeah, we're just heckling. Just straight straight heckling. Uh and then um
2: <laughs> so, I'm like, hey, just like, up, like oh, you j- y'all just chirping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and Zach are just chirping. Yeah, we were like, what the fuck is chirping? You fucking
3: weirdo. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're chirping. You're chirping me right now. Like that's what chirping is. And I'm like, you keep saying it, and I'm for drunk, and I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You little quasi French weirdo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Apparently, it's a Canadian term. They say it on Letter Kenny.
3: Yeah, apparently I means just like talking shit. It's like yeah, busting little like quits. Like- but uh so me and Derek are talking and we're just like, you know what? I bet you like if we just tell Zach to take his fucking pants off, he'll just do it. Like no questions asked. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, Ger- I, Ger- like,
2: I bet epic. I bet we can get Zach to street.
3: Yeah. Like Wait, no questions technically, asked technically
2: technically was not correct because we didn't get him to do anything he just did it immediately <laughs> after that with zero provocation on <laughs> which, our which part. my point, which, <laughs> point. Said Bruce, my point. <laughs> like, as soon as like as soon as that was said just the universe agreed yeah and so like we go outside and
3: like zach's like all right fuck it. where am i running to boys and I'm like, well, go down to see if there's anybody down at the bonfire because.
2: Well, no, like he was like, he was like joking about like, like running to run into the bathroom or whatever. And we made the joke of like when the, the Maury show, and it's like, oh, you are not the father. And then the mom just like sprints backstage. And so he just like books it over towards the bathroom. And then he like hooks left and comes outside and just starts taking off. And his, his pants just fall down. And he just keeps going. And I guess that. That was the universe saying, nah, this is going to be funny," and he just starts, you know, taking his shit off.
3: And in that, in that like, that fucking sprint he did across the whole <laughs> campus naked, uh, he the quad. He ate at like he straight up ate shit. Like he had like he had like a couple scrapes on his knees and shit when he came
2: back. That's my biggest regret. Is like, yeah, y'all didn't see me like eat a massive pile of shit.
3: <laughs> I wish we could have saw it all, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But anyway so Zach takes off and apparently he screams to Vince like take care of my shorts make, make sure my stuff's okay So
3: he says take care of my shorts I'm like alright no problem bud I got you and then Derek just puts his hand on <laughs> my chest and he's like no no I got this and he just walks over grabs his shorts <laughs> and he's like we're putting these up the flagpole boys I'm like oh, your,
2: fuck so fucking you face work. you lit up you just go <gasps> Salute your shorts! <laughs> it's like on the like, camp Wadawana? Camp Wadawana. <laughs> you, you were, you were so. I don't. I haven't seen anybody that happy in a long time. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's why I used to watch when I was a fuck kid. So like all <laughs> fucking nostalgia hit me. And then I'm pretty sure I started singing songs because <laughs> camp. Wadawana, we hold you in our heart, and when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. You know what I mean? Like.
2: Man, such
3: classic, classic salute your shorts. That's that
2: that is a classic Nickelodeon bit.
3: Oh man, and then we so we put those fucking shorts up on that flagpole. And
2: the bitches up the flagpole. And then I played taps
3: on my phone and we retired
2: those
3: <laughs> with full military honors. And that was the end of camp. Because like effectively the next day I woke up and I just packed up and I got my air like my. Uh...
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. AJ was like crashed out because he had a flight super early the next morning. Did anybody like bump into him as they were uh, as they were going to bed? Yeah. Waking up.
1: Fuck him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like I don't mean, like wake him up or anything. I mean, like, like, was he getting ready to like leave when you when all were crashing out or what?
3: I don't remember. To be honest. <laughs> That's fair. I was I was full of jubilation of the shorts going up on the flagpole and the camp salute your shorts days and
4: <laughs> being drunk. And I was just like, <laughs> I,
3: was like laying in my, I just remember laying in my, my bunk and I was just like, this has been the greatest night ever. Like, <laughs> this is, like we, we easily convinced, like, it proved my point right that we could just easily convince Zach to run around naked.
2: Well, but, and But we didn't do that. He just did that. He just, <laughs> he just did just, yeah. it. We had zero part in that happening. <laughs> and then we put up his shorts on the flight,
3: which is even better. And, oh, and then we forgot that Zach, as he was running, he stopped at the bell and was just, like, banging the shit out of his bell.
1: Oh, belt. yes.
3: <laughs> and at this point, we have like, college kids on this on this camp sleeping there, too. And they're fucking just, he's just ringing this bell at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, like, DONG, DONG, DONG,
2: DONG. <laughs> I was like, because you know, your your campus has like the fucking thing. Where it's like, oh, if you hear the bell, you know what's going on. Somebody's trying to, somebody's trying to make the quad run.
3: <laughs> uh, some some assholes naked right now, I'm two o'clock in the morning. Who heard the
2: bell? <laughs> oh man, that was fucking wild. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. So Michael also did a brisket for uh, dinner that night. Oh yeah! And, uh, oh, well, it wasn't like primo Texas brisket, but but you know you couldn't tell.
3: It, well, dude, you're like you're from Texas, so you you and Michael could probably tell. But for everybody else that wasn't could, from Texas, like
2: as a as a proud tenth generation Texan, I can say for a fact I couldn't tell. Whoa! I I knew it beforehand, and I still couldn't tell. Ah. Uh... And the whole time he's showing he's showing Macca and he's showing Kurt. He's like, Kurt has this smoker set up next to Michael's, which is kind yeah. of funny. Kurt had this like, you know, reasonable travel, travel size smoker. And Michael had this like massive one that he would picked yeah. up. It's the same model, just like the XL <laughs> version. <Yeah. laughs> so it looked like, you know, me and my dad's first barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so Kurt's, like, you know, following his steps and, like, doing everything with him. And then, like, Maka's there, like, taking notes. Because apparently Maka went home and he started smoking some meat.
3: Yeah, he posted the other day that he smoked a brisket.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Michael's it's like, hell you. yeah. Michael's hey, like, you know, you
3: fucking... We need to send him, like, the... We need to fucking send him the fucking Stars and Stripes because he earned
2: it. Oh, straight up. He went... Scott took us and we went and shot guns.
3: Oh yeah, Scott took him to shoot sh- him and Dom and Bill well, Bill went with him too.
2: No, it was uh, Brett.
3: Brett. Brett, 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 yeah. Went with yeah, him.
2: which I mean Maka's in the military, like he he's he's no stranger to guns. But that was that was super wild. That was real fun. Because <laughs> like like we went we went shooting out at Ryan's and like his neighbors are like on their porch like watching us and Brett's like, Yeah, in Canada they'd be calling the cops. Yeah. Did you hear, like, (laughs) this much gunfire from your neighbor's property? Right? It's like, no, they're looking over to, you know, see if we need some help going through this ammo. (sighs) That was a good time. My first time shooting the the Mosin Nagant. And, uh, boy. I still have a fucking bruise from that, I think. it has got some kick to it. Kick!
4: (laughs) Like
2: this <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, you know, fourteen previous owners, uh, eleven of them between you know, nineteen forty 1940
3: and nineteen forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
2: But yeah, he went and shot guns with us. He's smoking brisket now. That boy, he's he's basically a Texan. He's
3: uh, he's he's just he's just an American. That's what it is.
2: <laughs> an American but yeah so sunday was pretty much just like wrapping up you know some people got some games in a lot of people had to like start packing up but sunday they did bust out the uh big-ass BattleTech models they've been working for yeah, like, yeah, that's right. they like put like six tables together uh, i think ryan's already posted up a photo dump from that yeah so they he put, did like six tables like henry's stuck in the middle just like yelling at people like hey pass me that drink pass me this give me that yeah, I yeah, didn't but, catch as much of that as I would have liked to because we had to, like, drive all the way back to Texas. But, man, those those mechs look fucking sick.
3: They did look fucking sick. Um, and then I will, but by that time I already had left, I was out of there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, it wasn't a whole lot going on Sunday. Everybody kind of had to, like, sober up a little bit so they can drive home or drive back to the airport. But yeah, that I think uh, Friday night they done some dust, and I think uh, Ben Ben had set up this like fucking sick, like super dense terrain dust. And I think uh, Eric and Sebastian were playing, and the whole time they're playing, they're like setting up this like classic like like uh, a <laughs> like I guess whoever like had the initiative or was like winning got to yeah. like, pick the music, and so they were playing huh. this like uh, like they're very much getting into their roles as like the the Germans and the 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 SS. And so they're playing this, like, nationalist music.
4: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, I should probably go through my photo roll. That probably help me figure out when things happened.
3: I didn't take that many photos. I was just, t- like, laughing and drinking too much.
2: Straight up. Like, normally I, I take a lot more photos, but I was, just- I was just content to stand there with a stupid look on my face and a drink in my hand.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that, that wraps it up for me. It was a fantastic time. It was great meeting everybody. Fuck, even like meeting the new people, catching up with the old friends.
2: It that's was, what it's about, man.
3: Yeah, all, that, like that's like literally, that's what that's about. Like that specific event, the War Games Camp series of events is like the people. Like, that's right. what that's about. <clears throat> Yeah, um, There wasn't a
2: whole lot to talk about on the drive home. Like I said, we were trying so hard to find a DVD copy of The Spy Who Shagged Me. It's <laughs> like every time we stop at a gas station, we would dig through their movies. But uh, it just wasn't happening. And I, I was super pissed. I got back home and we, I went to Walmart because I had yeah. forgotten something or I needed something or another. And they've got the, you know how the like, uh, like Jeeps for like kids where it's runs off like a car battery <laughs> and it's just, like Walmart deadass has a fucking tank like that for 400
3: what? You should buy that, bitch.
2: I was like, fuck, if I would known about this beforehand, we could have picked it up in Indy, and we <laughs> just had a fucking tank rolling <laughs> around camp.
3: Oh, man. Yeah? Like, We're two sure. regrets.
2: My only two regrets was not knowing about that fucking tank and not seeing Zach eat shit streaking across <laughs> the <water. laughs>
3: Oh, man. Fucking Zach. All those dudes. Fuck, it was a great time.
2: Oh, dude, straight up. I, I could not have picked a better fucking convoy than Zach, Barth, and Trevor.
3: Wild. And you guys were fucking drinking road sodas in the legal states? Like, that was a good fucking time, it looked like. Uh,
2: I don't know if this is true, but uh, Zach told me that in the great state of Missouri, uh, they have what's called the limo law. Yeah, you can drink. Yeah, as long as you're not the one driving, you're allowed to have an open container.
3: Yeah. Fucking road sodas.
2: Pretty pretty wild.
4: Yeah. But yeah,
2: like I said, I don't know if that's true, but I believe it.
4: But so, for those of you
3: who are listening, there are talks going on right now about the next and the future of War Games Camp.
2: Yeah, nothing. We've, nothing we've kind of been a little squirly.
3: Yeah. Um. We're basically trying to make it more organized in the fact of we want somebody like we're just trying to organize like everybody and seeing like if this can be a group uh thing yeah. to...
2: we had a lot of unique challenges with this it's why you don't see more events like this yeah because of securing you know the 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 campground as opposed to just like a, a convention center attached to a hotel there's a lot of unique challenges there and a lot of those like Ryan really took a lot of that and he was handling it by himself. Yeah. And so I know we haven't been like super upfront about what's going on next year, but that's just like, it was, it was a lot for just, just him yeah. and definitely shout out to him. Like, I don't know if anybody else could have handled that.
3: Yeah. It, it, like Ryan, 100%. Like that's
2: really a testament to him. Just like yeah. making this happen and how powerful he is.
3: Like his wife and mother-in-law were fucking angels.
2: Oh yeah, they handled all of the meals and that
3: meals, all the food. Oh,
2: that was that was incredible. Like there, like every meal was like one of the best meals I've ever had.
3: Yeah, Ryan literally told me he was like, "Yeah, I just told her to make all the stuff that I, that that she makes for me for dinner that I really like, like the best ones." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!"
2: Yeah, we're like eating this. It was like this chicken. It was like uh. Wrapped in bacon that was and like caramelized. maple caramelized. Oh yeah! So it seals in all the juices with like a panko breaded mac and cheese. Oh, and Ryan's are like, Ryan, yeah, Ryan's like, yeah, she makes this all the time. I'm like, hey, you should make that for camp. And we're all like, you motherfucker, you get to have this whenever you want.
3: <laughs> no, he's got the best life, to be honest with you. And of all this, he's well, got. Well,
2: I mean, no, he he puts in work. Like he 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 made this all happen. Like yes. if. If not for his dedication this event just would not have happened like the just securing the campsite and stuff like that. And like, I mean they'd, they'd be good. happy to have us back and so it'd be a little easier next time and but, but there there's talks going on we're, we're getting it figured out. It, it it's just we can't like expect Ryan to just make all this happen again cuz exactly. that like I said that's a lot and anybody else I know I couldn't have done that fuck.
3: Yeah, like
2: half of the shit that he was saying like the the complications with this whole thing i i could not have done that
3: yeah but the good news is is that the camp wants us back so that's a good thing and it's looking like that they could we could get away with like actually getting like a discount this time it's not so much
2: a discount just a a little bit more concessions a little more wiggle room on stuff and it, it just wouldn't be as much of a pain in the ass as it was
3: he also said that we could we could see like a reduction in the price, as well as we would not have to pay up front like we had to this year. They're just going to allow us not to put it a, a down a deposit. We could just like
2: yeah, and that was one of the complications this year is that that that's why we were so like trying to drive sales as early as we could because if we we had to hit this number and then we would have the deposit and then we could move forward to everything else, but. But yeah, that people dropping like it was a lot like if it hadn't been a situation like that, that wouldn't have been a, as big of a deal as it was. yeah, but I know some people said they were gonna step up and handle this, handle this, handle this, and it looks like we're gonna have a crew doing that. so we'll have some more information as soon as we can on what' to look for next year. yep uh, or if it maybe have to skip a year or something like that, but we are we are looking to get this done again and just kind of like. Because like yeah, we have a lot of unique issues because there's no other events like this, but there's also no other events like this, and that's what I like.
3: And yeah, me too, and that's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm going to say. It's probably going to hurt some feelings if're you're, If you're a dude out there that's listening that's like that said that you were going to go, but just didn't show up, no big deal. But I'm telling you right now, if you're the type of guy that is that's maybe maybe it's like you're just afraid to take that step and like actually take a trip like this. But I'll say to that is like uh, the reason why I went to War Games camp last year is I had like I, I basically told myself I had to like I wanted to get like out of my comfort zone and go to like a, an event like this. And I went by myself. I didn't know anybody. Um, And now I have all these friends to include Derek. Uh, no, straight up. You know what I mean? Like don't don't be afraid of just like just taking that risk of just like. If something like this comes up and you you have the the ability to go, just say fuck it and do it. Like you, you're not going to lose because at the end of the day, you got to think about it this way: you're gonna you're gonna be at a place where it's a multiple day event. You're gonna be eating there. You're gonna be drinking there. You're gonna be playing games there. You don't have to worry about anything.
2: Oh yeah, like the price point for this event like beats the shit out of any other like event. This yeah. like Adepticon or anything like that. Like rooming alone the price on this one kills it yeah. but that covers your ticket that covers uh three square meals a day you know that that covers basically everything
3: yeah what i'm just saying that too is like just don't be afraid oh, yeah. like, don't be afraid to, to take that leap and just
2: oh yeah i know anybody anybody we'll just... shows up at heresy camp if you don't yeah. know anybody we'll make sure you have a good time
3: oh yeah you'll you'll you'll, uh, you'll at least get to know me because we'll we'll fucking hang out we'll
2: fucking... oh yeah Couple back. We'll take you down to the bonfire. We'll show you the obstacle course. Yeah,
3: we'll we'll you we'll take you down that rabbit hole, my friend. We'll follow Alice and see how far that bitch goes. You know, <laughs> what I mean? you're in for a good time. Um, but yeah,
2: that's not a threat.
3: That's <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, but that wraps up camp. That wraps up the future of camp. Um, we'll keep you posted. Uh, we, now, now that Digger, Derek's got his own setup going, um, so just Not to
2: piggybacking g- off of Michael anymore. Yeah.
3: yeah. So like basically the, a couple of hiccups in the actual, well, one, we were all just like burned out from camp. I was burned out for getting ready for camp and then camp happened. And then I was just like, I was just burned out getting back to work. Derek now has this setup. Yeah. Uh, Scott's like balls deep in school and his internship. Yeah, Mike, i know
2: everything if, just hit scott at once been he's, he's been dealing with it
3: yeah Michaels. but <laughs> good news is like me jamie and derek we're like pretty easy going when it comes to recording so we're gonna still keep keep publishing content and getting stuff out to y'all oh
2: yeah and i definitely want to shout you out vince for stepping up and like trying to push this content out for our listeners like you've been really stepping up man i appreciate it and i know michael and ryan and scott and everybody appreciates it too
3: yeah i gotta do what i gotta do um, but yeah. So that wraps up camera. Wraps up everything. So now we're gonna get into fucking some little heresy talk. So that's
2: right. So we got some. So so run me through this bad boy. This we got this new White Scars, Legion Assault Speeder.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me go grab my book real quick. Let me go oh, grab this.
2: He's getting he's getting the book.
3: He's Getting the book. <laughs> right on my old shelf next to Inferno. A.K.A. the book that doesn't matter anymore and everything in it just doesn't exist in the rules.
2: Um... Hey, I play Space Wolves.
3: Yeah, I, I, play...
2: I use some of those rules. I use a couple pages out of that book.
3: I play Thousand Sons. You practically can't use the Thousand Suns rules out of that book anymore. It's all been redacted.
2: <laughs> it's all Yeah, it's all in the errata.
3: All right, let's take a look here. I, I use uh, uh...
2: the Grey Slayers page, all right.
3: Let's see. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch.
2: White Scars, Legion, Kazakhstan, Assault Speeder.
3: Kazakhstan. Ass-
2: Very uh- nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Ph-
2: ph-
0: Phosphorus is our number one exporter. Or <laughs> ph- Phosphax.
1: <laughs> Very nice.
3: <laughs> oh, man. The movie quotes it gets us all the fucking time. All right, so okay, we got the I
2: think gonna beat the fucking. <laughs> I swear it's not mine. <laughs> oh, they got me. That got me through some tough times. Y'all don't understand.
3: <laughs> one pair of Italian leather boots, no boys.
2: <laughs> one warranty card for Swedish-made enhancement <laughs> pump. Signed one Austin Danger Powers. <laughs>
3: I swear, baby, this sort of thing is even my bag. One book <laughs> signed, Austin Danger Powers. This sort of thing is my bag, baby. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> the best part is like he, she leaves and he's leaving, and then the guys just like Mister Powers, and he just shakes it in his hand. <laughs> <And he's> like, <laughs> he <back> quickly, quickly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good time. <clears throat> All right. Thank you for that. That, uh, oh, so good. So the white... do you want to go over the profile in this thing? Like while we're looking
3: at it, I got it, I got it. So the white scar is uh Kai's again assault speeder. It's hundred and five points. Uh, we're talking ballistic skill four, front twelve, side 11, 10, rear two hull points. The unit composition is one speeder, and it could, it can have two additional. Kaizagin Assault Speeders for, obviously, 105 points per model. Mm-hmm. Uh, each Kaizigan uh, may be equipped with the following upgrades. A Searchlight and up to 200 killer missiles. And just like a Javelin, has Grab Backwash. Um, special rules. Nothing crazy. Just like a Javelin. Deep Strike Outflank, strafing Run, and Grab Backwash. Um, but the War Gear. So it's going to have a Curious Pattern Assault cannon in the front. And very, two... nice. It, very nice. Very <laughs> nice. And <laughs> two reaper auto cannons on the the dorsal fins or whatever no dorsal fins at the top like just basically the side mounts yeah, uh, sponsors yeah and that's it actually that's very bare bones like that's very basic bitch
2: written well is the reaper assault cannon is that twin linked not like natively it's, it's it, that's what i'm saying like it,
3: unless it's natively twin linked it's not twin linked
2: so i'm looking at a picture of the model and it's it's got two barrels
3: yeah, but I think, I, if I remember correctly, the, it, doesn't the uh, cannon have two shots to it?
2: Maybe, I don't know. Can't keep track of all the... What you know, I what's mean? just two guns and what's two different things? I'm trying to pull up the uh, Legion book. Burp, burp, interesting radio. But yeah, so... The hunter-killer missile is like one... You get one hunter-killer missile?
3: Yeah, up to two. Up to two, two. okay.
2: All right, I was looking at the model I saw, too. I'm like, what
3: the fuck? Uh, But the lore behind this, it says, With few heavy tanks capable of keeping pace with the more fleet brotherhood's bike-mounted warriors, the White Scars turn to the Javelin platform to provide them with a mobile and yet hard-hitting support vehicle. Mounted with a Kyrie's Assault Cannon and two Reaper Auto Cannon, the Kaizagan Assault Speeder serves as a highly a- agile, heavy weapons platform that is capable of tearing through both armored vehicles and infantry with ease, while able to provide support to the rest of the Legion's swift-moving jet-bike squadrons. Such agile vehicles were in high demand among the White Scars as they added an impressive weight of firepower to the Legion's Zao and scouting missions. The Kaisagan proved that during the Great Crusade and beyond to be a highly versatile vehicle on the battlefield, Given its lack of reliance, uh, yeah, given its lack of reliance on conventional tracks, as with the Legion of Sardis heavy armor, allowing it to engage in almost every conflict the White Scars pursued.
2: Yeah, so looking at the Reaper auto cannons, they are twin linked.
3: Oh, then there you go. That's why I would explain the two barrels.
2: Thirty-six inch, strength seven, AP four, heavy two, twin linked.
3: Heavy two, I knew it. Fuck yeah.
2: That was Still... a pretty rad little, uh, pretty sick little speeder there. Yeah. Uh, four auto cannon shots, twin-linked. You got that assault cannon.
3: But guess what, Derek? What's that? You're our next contestant on The Price is Right, so why don't you come on down here, bud? Bum, bum,
2: bum, 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 bum. <laughs> fuck, we don't have the soundboard. That's over at Michael's.
3: No! Dude, when you, <laughs> when you guys whip that out and you play <laughs> that fucking trumpet, bell, bum, 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 like, that had me <laughs> cracking up. Man.
2: Yeah. I missed that button.
3: Oh, fuck. But yeah, so I'm on the Forge World uh, website right now, and uh, let me change it to not Monopoly money, but to American hardback. And all right. De- all right, Derek. So you yes. got one White Scars Legion, Kai's Again Assault Speeder, Forge World Resin, quantity of one, not including shipping.
4: Uh, mm. your, your bid, please.
2: All right. Well, since this is The Price Is Right, normally I'd say a dollar, but you never want to start with a dollar because the next guy goes two dollars. So I'm gonna go. So land speeders back in the day used to be like what, $20? twenty bucks? Twenty bucks get you a land speeder? Uh, looking at it now,
4: I've like your regular
2: about- your regular plastic land speeder, now you're looking at thirty five. So I'm gonna go with an even. I'm just gonna say even seventy. Just I'm gonna say double that. Just seventy bucks for a resin kitted out well well if you're gonna kitted out there's probably another like what 15 bucks in in legion specific upgrades so probably like yeah I'm just gonna round it up I'm gonna
4: say $99 $99 Eh, wrong you went over you overbidded it
1: boom 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 (laughs) boom
3: So the gentleman that bidded you with one dollar wins, <laughs> and
2: he'll be playing. He'll be playing bucks Speeder. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it. I've not played White Scars, but it seems pretty good. I mean, it's got a pretty versatile weapon loadout. Uh, if you give it the hundred killer missiles, it, there's not going to be a lot of games where it's just fucked off do- doing nothing. But you're looking at pretty close to like after shipping, you're over a dollar a point. Uh, but
3: even even like the dudes inside the the lance Beater, right they don't like their resin there's like nothing legion specific on them that's what's real well, shit.
2: You, you got your tassels hanging off it you got that sweet sword hanging off the side no,
3: but i'm talking about like the actual gunner and the pilot
2: well yeah like but they, you can you can, you can white scar them up
3: but you know they should have probably at least given you like a white scar shoulder pad for each of the dudes
2: like, come on. Yeah, that that would have been nice. I mean, it's a good-looking model, and, I mean, the price point's consistent with, you know, the rest of their pricing. I say not knowing. Let me see if I can pull up their, like, other speeder. But,
3: uh... You're telling me they got another speeder?
2: Well, I mean, like, the generic Javelin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's it's comparable with the regular Javelin price point, so, I mean you
3: tell me a regular Javelin's $98? Uh,
2: I'm, I'm pulling it up on the Forge World Web Store and a, a Javelin Landspeeder is coming at on. 97 Damn! $83 if you opt for the Proteus pattern, the non-OSHA approved one.
3: Dude, fuck that little thing. Like, I think it's stupid. I was like a waste of their production.
2: I like it. It's a throwback, come on. Now you're just being mean.
3: Yeah, back
4: my ass. Tell you what, though, those Golden Keswick bikes are pretty dope looking.
2: I haven't looked at that range in a while. Look at both the dope new White Scar stuff. It's just under their New Releases tab.
3: Yeah, I'm just like, I clicked on one White Scar model, and then I start going through it.
2: Yeah, the new releases I'm seeing is some Demon Beasts, which, those are pretty dope.
3: But oh man, those those Ebon Keshig, those dudes are like sweet. It's basically like samurai fucking Terminator armor.
4: Dope as fuck. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with the the uh Falcon's Claws models. The scouts with fucking lightning claws. Oh yeah. Cause we were looking and th- that'd be a really interesting unit to take with the uh the coils the hydra.
4: Oh
3: shit.
2: You give them, uh, You have to give them Infiltrate to work with that right of war. But then you have this Infiltrating unit of Scouts with Lightning Claws and Preferred Enemy characters. Which Preferred Enemy goes off if there's a character in the unit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know some people give the Leviathan shit for being a Leviathan. And they give the fucking Praetor mm-hmm. shit for being in cataphracty armor. But, I mean, they would have had these less mobile elements. but i those Evan keshig look fucking sweet man
4: they're pretty dope
2: and and i do get the the uh criticism that the praetor should have been in uh cataphract or not cataphract uh, oh my oh god i'm going to yell that people are already yelling at their fucking phone
3: what are you talking about
2: the the praetor sh- instead of cataphracty he should have been in tagrus armor yeah to match the keshig well, yeah. I mean, other than that small criticism, their White Scars line is fucking sweet. Yeah. The Praetor with the, like... Well, so what is their weapon? Is it a falchion? They're, like, glaive-looking?
3: Yeah, it's, like, some sort of glaive. I-, I briefly looked at it when I was, like, skipping through.
2: But, yeah. I mean, it's a good-looking... It's a good-looking land speeder. It's got plenty of White Scars bits on it. It doesn't look super stupid. Yeah. At least I don't think so. I know there's probably somebody out there who's like, "Oh, it's that's, that's fucking ugly."
3: <laughs> now I'm uh, I'm looking at like if if you go on Reddit.com, there's a pretty solid postings on Warhammer 30k subreddit. Looking at the top post of the last month, uh, shout out to user Yuli1989 with a fantastic looking Ultramarines Contemptor Dreadnought. Man, oh man, you did some great Zenithal and weathering on that bad
4: boy. That's pretty dope. Well, let's see who else we got here. That's good, too. Raised by Wolf's user.
3: <laughs> uh, shout out to you for your dope ass uh, like painted by Siege Studios or maybe your Siege Studios painting. Um, but that's a pretty dope ass javelin uh, we got here. Let's see. Who else?
2: Subreddit, you said.
3: What's
2: up? You said this is the Horus Heresy subreddit.
3: No, it's a, uh, it's the, it's the Warhammer 30k subreddit, and I filtered it by top and top of uh, this last month.
2: Oh, that's pretty rad. Yeah, I was wondering why I wasn't seeing anything. I was like, well, yeah, some some good looking figures over there. Yeah, number Heck five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found that contemporary. That Contemptor looks fucking sick.
3: Yeah, that contemporary is fucking dope. Um, shout out to Fidel89, your dope-ass 3,000-point dark mechanical army. That's, like, fucking awesome.
2: You know, I would imagine 3,000 points would be a lot more models than that, but, you know, you got these big it's old fuckbots.
3: It's all Cybernetica. It's like, look at that. Got you a- got you got a whole bunch of castle, uh Fucking castellax in there.
2: You got two. That thin- knight has a fucking sword. Yeah, like he's like that. He's holding a big ass chain sword. He's not his. Uh, that's a pretty rad conversion.
3: What is? What's that? What's that robot that's next to the fucking uh, castellax?
2: I'm the wrong person to ask that question because I don't know which one of the fucking castellax is.
3: Shit, me too. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, is yeah, that this? The, yeah. the ones in the front, I think those are the the Ersirax.
3: No, I'm talking about the ones that are like right behind the 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 Ursa-rax, like the dudes with well
2: Oh, is that uh um Scoria?
3: That's that's definitely Scoria, but the dudes that are surrounding Scoria, are those just like a different version of Castlax or like what are those dudes?
2: Um, they look to be the same uh
4: like Heightened build, right?
2: Well, no, I want to say they're the the. What are the irons? The. Nah, they're not. Know, they're people are because I don't know anything. Uh, now I'm gonna have What, to are, look the, look what, look what are the What are the Iron top Warriors th- ones?
4: Oops. Hold on, hold on. I'm about the
3: pull. No, like, what, which
2: ones can the Iron Warriors take? They're like Iron Circle, Domitars, Domitars. I think those are Domitars.
3: Oh, so Domitars is its own chassis, then. Yeah, there's
2: the Castellax, Domitar, and then the Thanatars the big one.
3: Yep, they're definitely Domitars. I'm looking it up on the Forge World site. So you got the Domitars surrounding Scoria, then you got the Thanatars in the back. You got the Vorax in the front because those Borax, are the Vorax, dudes... there we go. Yeah, those are the dudes with the rotor cannons.
2: Yeah, sorry, I don't know anything about Mechanicum. Me I, I know very little about anything in general, but Mechanicum I'm like especially unversed with. Maybe that um, should be my next Heresy project. Maybe we should make a bunch of dope-ass Mechanicum. Maybe. Fucking so oh, learn okay, it the hard way.
3: Be, you know what? Fuck it. Everybody. Let's all just make Mechanicum armies. Cybernetic Mechanicum armies.
2: We're all just going to get together, and we're all going to be cool and make some make some Mechanicum together.
3: Yeah. That's how we're going to do it. Um. So that's... The, big shout-out to Fidel89. Um... Wow, that's a pretty impressive Warlord Titan from user Warjammy.
2: Oh, is that the Sinister? Yeah. It's got the... Uh... I don't know why I started saying that. I know for damn well I don't know what the hell that gun is called.
4: Let's see.
2: Oh, I thought that was a Titanicus model. No, that's a that size.
4: That's, that's a real model, dude. That's,
3: that's like a full-size. big-ass Warlord. Yeah
2: got leds and shit some primo work done
4: yeah those are the ones that really stood out to me um the angel sanguini is finally
3: finished by rock paper power fist that's pretty dope too he fully painted painted, like the complete display base
2: yeah i don't know if that's uh if he's got some gloss varnish on the like chest piece, or if he just painted them up with those, like, little light spots. But that's some good-looking... That's a good-looking prime art.
4: Oh, that's definitely... Yeah, he definitely painted white spots on there. That's not reflection. I'm, like, zooming in on it. Pretty dope. But... All right, well,
2: that's all I had.
4: Yeah. Sanguinis was a pussy anyway, so...
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know he only fought every bloodthirster ever no big deal
3: no big deal is a big old pussy <laughs> i bet you he janked, <laughs> <laughs> janked. he looks like a jinker. whoa he's he, he's definitely the dude that would vector strike your fucking flyer even the flyers can't vector strike but flying monster screecher can vector strike he totally fuck you up with a Vector Strike. So,
2: because I'm stupid and I don't know anything, what the fuck is a Vector Strike?
3: Basically an ability that allows flying monstrous creatures to pass over your flyer, and it's like something stupid like a strength 8, AP2 r- rear hit that automatically happens.
2: Is it like a, like a swoop or like a dive bomb?
3: All, all that needs to happen is that the, the flying monstrous
4: creature, its flight path happens over your flyer. Huh. But don't worry. As soon as we post this episode, somebody will correct me and and
3: actually they give turn, me.
2: The... Turns out you're <laughs> actually not allowed to do that at the all.
3: Details that you need, but it, it's something that flying monstrous creatures do, but flyers cannot. Hmm.
4: Yeah. And it really, it can really fuck up your, um, like your flyers.
3: Um, so, yeah, at the end of the movement phase, nominate one enemy unit not locked in combat that that model has moved over that turn. That unit takes one hit. If the unit is an enemy flyer in zoom mode or an enemy swooping flying monster creature, it takes D3 hits. Unless stated, the vector strike hits are always resolved at vehicle's unmodified strength and AP2 using random allocation.
4: Damn. These hits are resolved against the uh, side armor. Straight up. Yep.
2: Yeah, Monsters Creatures, like... If you don't play Mechanicum and you don't play Demons, like, I know I've never encountered a Monsters Creature, so I don't know any of their rules or anything like that, so... Yeah. If I played more, like, 7th Edition 40k, I'd probably be more more uh, knowledgeable about that.
3: No, it used to get me... off fucked up all the time in 7th edition with like, you play like a big Tyranids army with a whole bunch of stupid ass flyers, or flying monstrous creatures, or you play like a whole bunch of demon princes and they just like all they gotta do is just move over you and there's nothing you can do, you can't jank it there's no save, there's there's nothing you just
2: start you just swatting your shit out of the sky
3: swatting your shit out of the sky and that's what I don't take a bunch
2: of flying monstrous creatures fucking vector striking each other
3: Everybody's just one big circle jerk of
2: vector strike. <laughs> Fucking. But, yeah, I think, that's a, I think that's an episode. I think that's a wrap, Derek.
3: Um, so, yeah.
2: It's been going for a couple hours now, yeah. It's a pretty, pretty sweet little episode. Give you all a little rundown of the, how everything went. Yeah.
3: What, do you, what do you think we should talk about next, Derek? What do we do? What's on your brain? Something you've been wanting to get off your chest. We could we could talk about it next episode.
2: I mean nothing comes to mind but I'll see what I can see what I can pull up.
3: Yeah, get that old get that old <laughs> sausage maker going up there,
2: Get that old thinker going.
3: Gotta but think yeah, what It
2: was your great. I was, was, was enjoying sitting down and uh, chatting it up with you.
3: Oh yeah. It's always a great time, Derek. Now Zach won't have to threaten me now. So
2: Threaten you? What the fuck?
3: Yeah, remember when Zach kept giving me shit, to saying like, like I never talked to you.
2: Well, it was just because I was never on the podcast. <laughs> he
3: thought like I annexed you for some reason.
1: <laughs>
3: just... <laughs> he just He's like, are you Derek's friend? Are you? Th- do you have his phone number? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, Zach talks a lot about being hashtag Team Derek and then me just as much shit or if, if not more than everybody else. Yeah, he's like one of those, he's
3: like, he's like one of those dudes in that movie that's like, hey, 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 you don't pick on that pussy. He's my pussy. I pick on that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you, Zach. I love you too, bud. And I love you too, AJ. We gave you a lot of shit this episode too. Oh yeah, Don't pick- fuck up. No. Thanks.
2: Yeah. Th- thanks for doing the the wrap up. Sorry you didn't get to record a Heresy After Dark at camp. Yeah. You forgot, you forgot one cable.
3: What? Well, not only did he forget one cable, but like, dude, I don't know if we could have done it. We were we were way more fucked up than last year.
2: Uh, did you hear the one we did last year?
3: Yeah, I was on it the one we did last year.
2: Well, like Where are you, I don't remember. Yeah. I was way fucked up last year, <laughs> dude.
3: But like this year, I was fucked up.
2: God, I I have not gone back and listened to that. I don't. I don't know if I can.
3: That's a bold move, Button. All right, wrapping this, wrapping this bad boy up.
2: All right, thank y'all for joining us here on uh, this episode of RFI. I'm sure I got the number wrong.
3: No, no, you you actually had it right. RFI episode 142, baby. Hell yeah! Only like eight away from 150. I'll
2: have to do something special?
3: Yeah, something saucy.
2: But, uh, right. yeah I don't have anything else you got vince you got anything else I
3: don't have anything else
2: all right well, so uh I don't have any notes here for any shout outs or anything like that so if y'all emailed michael or anybody on that uh sorry we kind of don't have those at the moment uh, but I, if I checked,
3: do uh, check the old radio freest fan box there was nothing new coming up um I know that uh in two weeks crucible eight is going on uh which is a uh a big gaming convention in in the Orlando, Florida area. And there, I've said it in the last two episodes, there's a nice gentleman that's running a heresy event. He's, he's starting it. Um, crucible has never had a heresy event before. So sign up for his event, get out there. Uh, so that way he can keep bringing it back. Um, cause Heresy's struggling in Florida a little bit, not going to lie. There's some solid pockets in Tampa. Um, I'm only really familiar with Tampa. I can't speak of the panhandle in North Florida. But down South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, heresy's not going on whatsoever. So uh, if anybody's in the uh, the old, you know, Orlando area, Jacksonville, Daytona, uh, go out to Crucible, sign up for that Crucible heresy event. Get out to it. Get it. Get some games in. Roll some dice. That's all I got.
2: Hell yeah. So if y'all want to get in touch with us, feel free to drop some message on Facebook at Radio Free Istvan, or you can send me an email. That's Derek at Warhammer30k.com. I'll make sure we give your event shout-out or answer your questions. You know, hook you up with some love. If you're looking for some players in your area or you want to shout-out your event, anything like that, we'll be more than happy to help.
3: Oh yeah, and then uh, yeah, give us, some, uh, give us some stuff that you guys on your mind you want us to talk about. Let's uh, Let's fuck this shit up.
2: Hell yeah! Let's get this back on track and start putting out some more content for y'all, lovely listeners.
3: Yeah, I mean, I like, I sound like I don't know a lot, but I actually do know a lot. Um, it's just I'm very vulgar, um, but I love <laughs> about, I love talking about heresy theory and like all the neat conspiracy theories. So, like, in fact, you know what? I want some of y'all. Like, if 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 any of you two are made it to this point or still listening, send me some of your best heresy conspiracy theories. So, like. I can look them up and talk about them because, like, I'm really interested to see what people think out there. Like, who's who? Like, I want to see the people that are like reading in between the lines and see what they got. I want to. I want to oh, see yeah. that shit. Like, send that in. I want to talk. I want. I want to do some research and look into that.
2: They've been leaving us some like breadcrumbs.
3: Yes, so, like somebody, somebody out there has got to like. Like, I heard this neat theory that. Uh, so, like the dark angels, for instance, right? Um, there's this neat conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. Uh, uh that they're a legion of psychic blanks. And so that's, like, the, the reason why, like, throughout the whole heresy, people can't tell what the Dark Angels are doing, and that's why they think they're so secretive. Because in the end state, it, the end reality is, is like, they're, they're psychic blanks. So they don't have a, a presence on the warp, right?
2: So people just naturally don't pick up anything off of them. Exactly. Like, even people who aren't, like, psychers just can't read them.
3: Exactly, and that's why, that's why they've built a reputation of being so secretive. But the secret, the, 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 secret, like, the secret shit stems from them being psychic blanks, and they don't know that they're psychic blanks. Even the Dark Angels don't know that they're psychic blanks.
4: Yeah, that's pretty nuts.
3: And that's, like, the reason why, like, they got sucked into the warp. Like they actually had to create a hole in the warp for them to get sucked into, like they couldn't just like beam them in, you know what I mean? Like just like yeah. like they had to put a hole in the immaterium and suck them out of it. And it's it's also the other like the other theory about it is is like that the fucking monsters on Caliban were were demons, basically, and to them they were monsters, and it 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 psychically it didn't affect them as much. Yeah.
2: I know the Dark Angels kind of lend themselves to more of this, like, speculation because there's plenty of stuff going on there that we just don't, like, have a good answer for. Like, the Watchers and uh, all the stuff like that. Because I know – I read through the – was it Descent of Angels or Angels of Caliban, the first book?
4: Yeah, it was
3: Descent of Angels.
2: Yeah, that was actually one of my more – like, I really enjoyed reading through that one.
3: That was a good one. I enjoyed. I like. I read all the Heresy Dark Angel novels, and they're all fantastic. Even like Rune Storm was fucking awesome. Unremembered Empire was fucking fantastic. Like fucking Lionel Johnson just dropping a whole fucking chapter full of drop pods, full of rad grenades and phosphex grenades. (laughs) Fucking just decimating this town, and like his fucking little lieutenant comes by and he says, "Oh, Lionel Johnson, this town will be inhabitable in the next." Four hundred and seventy years. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and then, and then, fucking like, Gullman, like a little bitch, freaks out.
2: Uh, did I nuke this town? Oops.
3: Oops. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnson, are those your drop pods? I swear they're not mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no. It's like when uh, Kurz like initiates the drop pod assault from his ship while he's talking to Gilliman. <laughs> Johnson, why is your ship dropping all these drop pods? <laughs> I swear it's not mine. Not, mine. <laughs> not yeah, to I mention,
3: to... <laughs> not to mention Vulcan becoming a fucking meteor crashing into that. <laughs> Vulcan, Vulcan was literally like,
2: <laughs> and then just like got off that fucking spaceship. was <laughs> 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 like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna head out.
2: <laughs> Fucking Vulcan. But, yeah, I don't have any like conspiracy theories, just like ideas for like what cool stuff they could do with the solar the solar war. Like cool characters who could show up who, yeah. you know, maybe might have died a lot sooner than everybody wanted to in betrayer, no spoilers.
3: But yeah, but that's what I want to hear. If any of you guys got like any could like it could be as outlandish as anything. But I, I just want to hear what your conspiracy theories are and, and what your reasons are. And uh, I'd like to I'd like to see what people think.
2: Cuz oh, yeah, think hook us up. Them sweet you. sweet heresy cryptids.
3: Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what we're going to do. To bring them in, roll them in. Just keep call it in. We still got the phone number up. Like call that shit in. <laughs> let's hear some vo- let's hear some voicemails. Bring that back. Bring it back. Bring it all back. It's good stuff. That's it. I got to get to bed, man.
2: Yeah, I got to get going. All right. Well, thank y'all for joining us. Glad we could share this delicious episode with you guys.
4: Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time.
2: All right. Y'all have a good one.
4: Take it easy.